go. Okay, we're just going to. Uh, Let's start. Here we go. Babe. Uh, I haven't had it in a couple days. So, okay, greetings. And we're, we're just kind of putting it all together here with the uh, prayer team. And uh, starting out slowly. And, um, you know, maybe people weren't... Because I was almost on the verge of sleeping in myself. So... hope that we get uh, we get going with this it may start a little messy today 20 on 20 prayer group started by Govinda years ago to uh, to end human trafficking and bring awareness to it and we certainly did that and then uh, this is uh, really to you know to bring uh, God's glory and grace and mercy and incredible peace to earth and a complete massive turnaround of uh, events that we see unfolding and just consistently stupid and I guess that's the the real issue isn't it how they get like that like you went to a place where all the IQs are 50 and they need to be taken care of the billionaires that is so we're uh, we're on it now I'm just going to wait for my phone to get uh, hooked up with people here and uh, we're going to probably get to the praying early today So hang tight right there, folks. We've got you, uh, but I don't know how to bring everybody else in. So I need to... Okay, welcome, Charles. We've got uh, Charles here and uh, just talked with Patrick. Good morning. And he's... Good good morning. Yes, good morning. And uh, he's bringing in, um, you know, Govinda and Violet and John. So it's kind of like... I'm not quite sure how to do this on the phone because I can only bring in really one at a time if I do it. So I need Patrick to really do it. We might have to re-patch you in on his line, uh, Charles. Okay. But but for now, okay, please turn that off. 
Uh, so for now, we've got you and we've got Trish. Is Trish here? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. So, you know, we might as well begin. Uh, greetings. Welcome to 20 on 20 Prayer. And we'll see who, uh, you know, who joins. We've got uh, Kunita's Ramble, Charles. Charles with us, Brother Charles, and he's Canadian's Ramble on uh, Spreaker, and um, so for, for his podcast. And, Good morning. And we're now dealing with the world situation, which has uh, certainly since last month become more clear what we're dealing with, but it's also devolved somewhat. It's kind of crazy. And I'm having all kinds of complications from the supplements I took this morning. <laughs> wild. Anyway, um, so what do you think, Charles? What do you think of where we're at now? Well, what I think is that, uh, as usual, they've kind of jumped the gun on things. They thought they had victory in the bag, and so they've kind of exposed themselves. Because I'm hearing about what they did in Hawaii, you know, on yeah, all kinds of platforms that, that I wouldn't say, you know, belong to the Lord. Uh it's become absolutely clear, and I believe people are beginning to wake up to uh, what is going on. And that's not just the uh, believing world. That's uh, many people in, in, the whole, in the regular world, in the secular world, I guess. And I think that they've kind of put themselves into a corner. They're either going to have to do this all right away, or it's going to come down on their heads. Yeah, even like news, uh, quote-unquote, you know, Mockingbird Media, CNN, is reporting some truth lately. It's like, wow. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, yeah. uh, I'm having oh, to re- okay. I had to reconnect with uh, Charles. Yeah, we've got some little dicey internet here since uh, we've had some work going on here at the house because we're, we're fixing up for the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, getting it all sprucey for the, uh, for the end. But um, it, it feels like the end in a way, but it also feels, in a sense, like the beginning. Like a new beginning. And it I, does. It really does. Yeah. Lately, it's like it's becoming so apparent that the, the lies that they have been pushing and that so many people have been buying are, are not holding up. I, ju- I just was reading an article about Howard Stern. He was so proud of being woke. He goes, I'm I'm taking make America great. It's like, well, okay. We're having a dicey internet here, and, and uh, is Patrick still with us? Yeah, but we're having trouble patching him in because we're dealing with that and the connection. Usually, we have it coming in. We don't usually have it like this. So, um, uh, well, we we had right. a hard time connecting with Govinda this morning. Um, it was such a hectic day yesterday. I. I, we were watching a movie last night, and I go, should I should I contact everybody about 20 on 20 tomorrow? And yeah. Seth says, no, I'm sure they'll all be there. I'm like, okay. Well, you know, I'm just, of course, I always right. Everyone's so busy. Well, anyway, it, it, it really doesn't matter. What matters is we're here now. Yeah. And the connection's in and out, folks. Sorry, but it will be all one when it's all recorded. And we're going to be praying about uh, this... Uh, this situation that we, we want to bring. It's almost like it's the dark before the dawn, and we want to bring the dawn in. Let's bring the dawn in. And the dawn is Jesus. Amen. And uh, 
whether that means the return of Jesus or the profound return of return of Jesus within all things or return of Jesus literally as a person uh, or, or return, I guess the return means really, to me, what it means is basically the beginning. It doesn't mean a return, really. It means a start uh, of, a, of a new uh, progression, of a new leg in the journey that, that leads out of this because the people that really thrive in this i really feel sorry for them you know what i mean including uh, celebrities and klaus you know athletes and you know people that are at the top of the food chain because you know first of all they're chosen to be there and then second of all they're you know mind controlled and they're put into this kind of like pursuit of greed pursuit of you know money pursuit of uh you know satanism which is rampant everywhere and people say well I don't see any Satan. It's like precisely, you know, it's, 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 uh, it, 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 it underscores my point because they're so wrapped up in Satanism. They don't see themselves as Satanist or as Satan. And they don't understand that they're doing the bidding of the fallen angels and the watchers and the, you know, the, basically the people who hate God and the beings that hate God and want to, you know, run the world on their own terms. And they don't realize that, but God is in all things, including all their minds. And God is in Larry Fink's mind right now. You know, and, I was thinking about so, that meme that Pia made uh, regarding uh, Russell Brand giving uh, yeah. Harari a kiss. I, I thought at first I thought that was uh, 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 Jason Momoa because he's also been, you know, but the, then, the hypocrite uh, of the day. You mentioned he goes, well, maybe he was showing uh, Harari Christian love. And I, I thought about that. I, I, I actually mentioned well, your comment. We I, have, I know nobody sees my page. It's not, it's not a big deal. But I mean, we are, we have the, you know, edict of, you know, returning good for evil, you know, loving our enemies when they hate us, uh, giving our enemies what they need if, if we, if it's within our power to do so, even if we have to suffer for it. And those are, that's Christ-like. Who would do that? Well, when, when we do that, then that, they look at that and they go, what is that you're doing? And then they want that. They become jealous. They say, how can you be so free of the world that you should give me the last shirt, the shirt on your back and not even care and just start singing and dancing around? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know? And they see that. And, and, that's, and so I'm beginning to get that. I, I spent a lot of time being angry including last night yelling at the TV, you know, <laughs> which I hate to I go, do that. Don't yell at the TV. It really upsets Benson. No, but I hate to do that. Um, but I just, every single person that was, you know, paraded around like Fox News and all of the news outlets really, you know, are the same. And I just found myself screaming and yelling at how incredibly incompetent our leaders are, and our I, president, and everybody else. Laura I, was pretty good last night. She, but you know, the idea that you, you know you can see that they're cutting off the food, they're cutting off the gas, they're cutting off. They they don't care now about inflation. They're blowing up the trains. They they're, they're not dumping the chemicals. Yeah, they're going to cancel the election. <laughs> they're going to cancel the election. It looks like because if they weren't going to cancel it, they'd have to have the gas prices come down. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yesterday morning, first thing in the morning, Zeph goes. Are the Democrats going to cancel the election and just keep killing us all? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, and the and the fact that people are marching, there are literally hordes of these, you know, sub, you know, mental um, people of uh, climate activists. Sub-human. They call themselves climate activists, and, and human. 
It's like, okay, I, I'm, a, I'm a space activist. Okay, yeah, I'm an ocean activist. I'm a uh, you know, widget activist. What I was mean, that one meme you saw yesterday? Uh, the person was, I'm so worried about the earth ending because of the climate. Well, have you considered gluing yourself to the pavement? <laughs> It's like, the, the 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 thing is is that um it's ludicrous you know how they they you know enrolls these people how they become these half-wit dupes uh for the billionaires i i just you know same thing with maui mind control they're all defending oprah and the rock and celebrities no no, and, no there's a lot of opposition and, I, really I know think. but what i'm saying is the woke crowd their job is to defend the billionaires and that, now, that's number one. And now Howard Stern is proud of being yeah, woke. Yeah, because they because he feels he's being defended by these hordes of like half-wit retards in the streets, you know, protesting against, you know, what people have done to the climate when they've done nothing. The climate just does what the climate does. There is no proof of any climate change that's man-made except for the fact that they have their weather machines and they have their technology, their advanced technology. They don't share with the public, but they're able to manipulate the weather and then go, oh, look, it's climate change. And then you get the halfwits out there marching around like zombies. And you wonder, how do they recruit? How in the world? And, I, and, I, and I, real, I realize what it is, though. They get paid to do it, number yeah, one. I think they get so. perks for yeah. defending the celebrities. They get perks for defending the billionaires. All they do is defend white privilege, literally, they are the racists. They are the, the people who trash the environment. And these are the people marching. And they are defending the people that actually, who actually trash the environment. Now, how do you get that stupid? How can you be as stupid as these? Because when I see them marching around, I just start laughing because when they're, I, they're, um, they're, they're, they're yeah. a joke. When I first saw the... It's because, huh. it's because they're consumed, Zeph. They're consumed by the evil. Because they've rejected God, and they're absolutely consumed by it, and, mm. and they can't do anything else. It's really, it's a fulfillment of the curse in Zechariah 5. You know, and what he said when he saw the flying scroll, and the angel said to him, this is the curse mm -hmm. that goeth forth over the face of the whole earth. Yeah. For everyone that stealeth shall be cut off on this side according to it, and everyone that sweareth shall be cut off on that side according to it. And I will bring it forth, saith the Lord of hosts, and it shall enter the house of the thief, yes. and into the house of him that sweareth falsely by my name. And it shall remain in the midst of his house, and shall consume it right. with the timber thereof and the stones thereof. Amen. Now what he's talking about here is not the average Tom, Dick, or Harry that tells us a white lie or whatever. He's talking about the original lie. Thou shalt be like God. That's the original lie. And the theft was the stealing of God's people in the midst of his own creation. The attempted stealing of God's people. He stole most of the human race. And they have been consumed by what's been going on. By the evil that they have taken upon themselves. They have become one with the evil just as you and I have become one with God. Yeah. It's no longer something that they can walk away from. Yeah. And at this point... You can see that the house that he's talking about is not only the building, perhaps it's the person. Mm. These people are being consumed, eaten up by yeah. the very things that built them up. And the thing is, is you know, they're as greedy as the billionaires and as selfish. Yes. I mean, they want uh, a place at the table, and that's why and they're arrogant. 
that's why they're marching and they're arrogant and they're proud of aborting children and torturing people and killing people they want to kill everybody and you know they just echo the 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 billionaires uh, screed of of you know of, of, you know population reduction and again doing the bidding of the of the very wealthy and very elite you know yes. and then calling for communism and slavery for all of them and their minions yes. thinking they're going to be you ruled. can see it in their in their faces on the protests when those ladies yeah. were wearing those stupid pussy hats. Oh, that was you know, that was hilarious. You, you can I mean, see it in their eyes, in their faces. Total and fools. what they don't realize is, like you've said for years, they'll be the first ones executed. They're the first when, ones, when the, and, and yeah, they're the first ones to go in the you black book of in the black book of communism. Uh, they are, you know, typically the first ones to be shot in the head or to be executed with firing squad. And that is because they don't want true believers or people that really believe in that they're being, you know, that they're being virtuous by marching about climate and which there's no scientific basis whatsoever for it. It's a complete made up lie. It's and just like masks. And, you know, the TV tells these people what to do with the, the stay home and wear a mask indoors. And then they actually do what the TV says. And uh, and then they try to shame people and they they call out death curses on people that won't comply with their idiocy. And it's it's just hard for me to believe that they got that stupid. We're talking Gen Z, Gen X. We're talking about, you know, um mainly 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 liberals, but also uh lots and lots and lots of uh so-called conservatives too. So it it, it transcends political lines left and right. And, you, you know, you've got, you know, guys like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, come with me if you want to live. And then I found out, I watched a part of Terminator 2, and then he said that exact same line, come with me if you want to live, he says to the boy when he's trying to save humanity, you know, in Terminator 2, where, where the, the Terminator has now developed a heart for humanity and wants to save. He says, come with me if you want to live, the exact same line. Because that from, it's, in other words, his, his dialogue is from Propaganda Central. Yeah, it, All planned. It's, it, it's really mind-blowing to He's me. He's a total sellout. The way that people have been misled and fooled, and then they go along with it. It's like, wow. Yeah. Hey, do we have Patrick? Do we have uh, Well, I don't, you know, they would have to call me, and we'd have to rearrange the whole phone call, but we're doing fine just as we are, so let's just keep going. Well, I think um, both of them are, Govind is, uh, you know... He's uh, extremely busy. Right, he's been busy as the Minister of Health, and he's got, uh, you know, products coming online that are, you know, that are basically, when you get them, you have to get them as a gift. It's like you make a donation and get a gift because of, uh, you know, the system the way it is. And um, it's, um, you know, very interesting. I've been uh, taking this, one of them, the living water, for quite some time, and... Uh, and it really has it's been wonderful. a game changer for me. And um, I need all the help I can get. <clears throat> and, um, well, anyway, so we'll have to just see how that goes. But, you know, here we are, 20 on 20. Should I try to call Patrick? Uh, if you want, you know, that's that's up to you. But if they want to do the do the uh, patch in, they have to redo the call and then recall Charles. Oh. They would have to redo it all. Oh, so that's, you know, but that's fine. I mean, we're continuing on. I, I've, my feeling is that, that, you know, you can't just, 
you you don't nobody bats a thousand the whole you know for the whole um series and so they've been very lucky to have been batting a thousand because of the like i mean the half-wit dupes that occupy the world unfortunately the the dumb people that uh you know unfortunately are like the majority and and um and they they didn't start dumb they 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 dumb them they allowed themselves to be dumbed down uh through fear because they were afraid they they believed the propaganda that they're all going to die in a couple of years and then you know it's yeah but if you die in a couple of years it, dude, it's not due to climate it's due to the <clears throat> the people behind the technology and the people that want to depopulate the earth and all of that and then they get on this depopulation thing and i i say to myself don't they realize that they're going to be the first to go that they're they're marching for their own. Why not just commit suicide I right was, now? I was, you know, they they had that hearing <clears throat> recently in North Carolina, and they, the the um, woman who who testified, she's like an expert on, you know, what's in the jabs, and she was telling people that they're intentionally putting, you know, cancer causing, you know, stuff into the the jabs, and right. I was thinking back to a friend of mine who. I haven't really been in touch with. Uh, I've known her since I was quite young, and I tried to get her not to take the jabs about three years ago. Nope. And she took them, and she got cancer, and she was like really laid up. You know, everybody was really laid up that that took that jab. Pretty much. You told her she and would then, get cancer, and then she did, and then she still doesn't repent. Yeah, and they don't want <clears> to admit <throat> that they made a mistake. They were wrong. Yeah. Of taking the jab. That's what I've well, noticed. You know, but then when they don't admit the mistake, they get even dumber, right? They have to numb themselves to the facts. And they're fooled because some people took the jab and they got the saline. You know, they got the mm-hmm. placebo. So they didn't have any ill effects. And then they go, well, they didn't have any ill effects. So I did the right thing by taking it, although I have cancer now. And it's like, okay. I mean, all the f- proof was out there, you know, before it actually hit that they were mm-hmm. doing this, that they were doing this intentionally. It's like, here it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I have a tinfoil hat or something. I, I, I shouldn't be listened to. That's the way it, it's been. Well, yeah. And uh, no, I mean, you were rejected by your family. I was, you know, I was rejected for the truth when I was a teenager. And, um, you know, as I was pointing out the, the system and what everybody is doing, uh, you know, everybody that seems to be in a position of power or whatever, they're all Satanists. And it's like, you know, and it's a, and, and then it's like, well, you're mentally ill. Sure. We're all bad. We're all Satanists and you're okay. You know, <laughs> definition of insanity. So, um, they've got it, they've got it sewn up in terms of being able to discredit people. They just discredited Russell Brand. And you know they're trying this flimsy um, case of getting false witness born against him, and I mean there may have been circumstantial That's evidence. That's the same mo they they yeah. work against everyone who has a voice, who has the influence. That's one too. Yeah. They just um, you know they say oh they they were bad. Yeah. Somebody is accusing them of. of right. Well, the whole thing is if you don't go along with Big Pharma, then you get you know targeted, and then once they get rid of the Russell Brand in that level, then they're just going to start going after average everyday podcasters like me, well, and the, the, and, and the, it, it goes on and on. The statement that Trump Trump has always said, and I think it's 
quite accurate. You know, they're not really after me, even though I'm taking the brunt. They're after you. They want you. No. Uh, what they want is, um, is they want total domination of what's left. They, the, this is the really sick thing they want. They want people to be compliant while they are killed. In other words, to not make a fuss while they kill you. To not complain, but just accept your death. And that they want a peaceful solution to the final solution of, you know, the Nazi solution of the Fourth Reich. They want this, <clears throat> um, not just compliance, but a lack of complaining, a lack of uh, exposing. You know, can we do this peacefully? Meaning, will you just sit there while we kill you and not complain about it? Not give us any trouble? Uh, because we're doing this for the planet, and this is our planet, and we're just taking back what's ours, and you really don't belong here. Okay, and of course, you know, God says, this is yours. I made this for you. You have not only this, but the entire cosmos. Everything that I have created is for you. And nothing is for them. And they're saying everything is ours and nothing is for you. But they're liars. And so they, again, they incorporate these half-wits, uh, Generation Z pr pretty much, and, uh, all almost, uh, generation of course that makes sense that you know young people don't know what's going on at this point and they think they know everything i'm actually encouraged by or they do know, even worse they do know and they don't care but there's a lot of young people who do know and do care that's what i've been noticing i want to save the planet from this climate change and then they go look at how hot it was it's like yes because they were moving the the, the high pressure weather patterns into a, a high ridge position through i don't know if you've if people have ever studied the weather modification machines that are available worldwide, they can, mm -hmm. they can have, they can dial in any kind of weather that you want, hot drought, uh, rain floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, whatever they can, they can do it all. Yeah. And the thing is, is they've had this technology for, you know, several decades and, and even generations on a, on a more primitive level. But since harp and since all that, they've gone way even further than that. And this technology may not even be of human origin in the beginning, but the, it's amazing how many people fell for it and fall for the propaganda daily. At the, the even mocking, though it's on the record, you yeah, know. The Mockingbird Media, for example, is 100% propaganda, 100% lies. And they believe everything that they, they say. And then the media says, you should be marching in the street. And then they go to the street and march. They just do what... It's like they don't even need a human to tell them anymore to give them a cue. They take it from their phones and TVs and devices. AI. Yeah. yeah, they take it from inanimate objects that they now listen to for, the, for their orders. And they, they want to kill anything that doesn't conform to their death cult of... The, but really, their suicide cult is what it really is in the end. And, um, you know, I thought that it was all about getting rid of capitalism, not serving the billionaires. And you should see them on Maui. They're all backing, you know, up all the climate activists and everything on Maui. They're all backing the ones that aren't waking up. Some are waking up. But they're, they're backing, you know, The Rock and Well, it's like Charles Oprah was saying. The Rock stars. and They are, you know, like he was saying earlier, they are announcing that this is not going to stand in Maui and the whole debacle there. Uh, I, Charles, are you still there? He's there. I see. Yeah, him. I'm here. I was just on mute. Yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear more about that. What you were seeing from 
you know, channels that are not exact. Oops. Go ahead, Trish. You know, you were saying that even, you know, like channels that are not exactly usually going along with the truth are, yeah. are telling the truth about what's happening in Maui. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you can see it across the Internet. Uh, you know, people are beginning to see what's going on. Uh I think they're going, some of them are going the very wrong direction on trying to take care of it. You hear some that want to respond violently and yeah. some who want to, you know, they're, they're wanting to stock up on food and arms. But the real way to deal with this is to stock up on God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, right. that's the only thing that's not going to uh, run yeah. out. I could stockpile food and somebody come along and kill me and eat the food while they're sitting on my dead corpse. You know, so <laughs> they might even eat you. <laughs> they might. They might. Uh, Dining on, well, I, on I'd your give them carcass. I think. But uh you know that's that's the point. That's what we're that's what we're here for this morning. Yeah. More of God. That's the whole point. The whole point in all of this. You know, I've had these moments where I cry out to God, how can you let this happen? Yeah. You must do something, you know, like as if my emotions had overcome me and I was almost helpless in their grip. Yeah, and yeah. yet when this happens, it's right there in that dark and lonely place that I hear his voice. And he says, I have done something and he lives within you. Mm-hmm. Remember who you are. Yeah, we're not, you know, yeah, this is, we're, we're visitors here in a sense, at least yeah. temporarily, you know. And, well, and we're also to the living God and we're not to be pushed around right. by all of these shenanigans oh, and yeah. bullshit that they're pulling on this country right now we see it for what it is and Amen. if we don't stand up nobody else will and and it's we are the focal point we can't all yeah. see that a lot yeah. of the churches sound asleep they've been put to sleep by pastors who had no faith and it's been happening yeah I just, saw, I just saw the latest uh you know, uh, uh, trans, uh, you know, celebration sermon, uh, given in some oh. church. And it was, you know, pretty, yeah. uh, pretty despicable, pretty, pretty, pretty arrogant. And, and, uh, just, just, you know, thumbing them, you know, putting out a middle finger against God yeah. in, in the church. And of course we, we, we know that, you know, the place they're going to blaspheme God would be in the temple, would be in the church. That's sure. where they're gonna. That's where they're gonna do it. That's where they're gonna pull the, you know, the the perversions and the, you know, the 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 jab the jabs, you know, the collection of guns, you know, anything that will, you know, basically disembowel the people, aided and abetted by angry young people who are so angry that they, they aren't getting a, you know, some kind of silver spoon treatment. They must be pretty angry at the immigrants too, at the illegal immigrant immigration where they get twenty two hundred dollars a month. You know, as it's not like a thousand dollars a month, you know, uh, of some kind of income. It's twenty two hundred dollars a month. We saw them out when we were in, staying in a hotel in Waco, and they brought them in there, and they all had brand new clothes. Yeah, and they were all being basically. They had a rooms training rooms where they were training them, and then they were taking them to the to construction jobs. We tried to in get the into the training room, uh, and they yeah. would not. They would not allow us in. Right, but I mean, you know that that's going on, you know, by the government, and then democide by the government, and you know, political prisoners that you don't, you haven't seen since the Soviet Union, and um, and and Pol Pot, and all that, you know, and and, and and you know, Vietnam, and you know, all the other, you know, Iraq and and whatnot, 
And then we see all of these, all this evidence that people need to uh, change. And the idea that people are out there marching, feeling like they're, and you know, the other thing is the celebrities. You know, here are people that have more money than they know what to do with. They have fame and fortune and, you know, everyone looks up to them and they sit there lecturing on climate change and inclusion, equity, and diversity when they are neither one of the, they they are none of the above. They're not for inclusion. They're not for equity, right? They're the rich. they're, They're selfish. And they are certainly not for diversity, uh, meaning, you know, diversity, when I think of diversity, I think of different income strata, you know, people from, you know, like whatever color people, but from various income and educational uh, backgrounds is diversity, not just one kind of people, you know what I mean? And that's what they have, even if they, and then they start calling people racist who don't have a racist bone in their body to cover up the fact that when, whenever they're behind closed doors, most of these people, I've grown up around them all, so I understand they start with the racial epithets. They start with the N-word and this word, they, and they just think no one sees them. I'm like, are you a total racist? Yeah. You know, you hate Jews? You, you hate blacks? And, and you're saying, all, and that, yet you're a celebrity, and then you're lecturing people about diversity? When you yourself that. are the ultimate racist? I mean, what is that? Uh, so when you say the left, it's not really the left. It's the left-handed path. In India, it's called tantrism. And it does involve, um, you know, sexual practices with children, unfortunately, and child trafficking is part of the culture of the left-handed path Yeah, and the left. So the left is not really the Democrats. The left is really the left-handed path spiritually. The right is supposed to be the right-handed path of, of Christ, of God, or righteousness, you know, uh, you know, resisting uh, you know, sin, you know, going for the light, going for life rather than death. And unfortunately, that's been infiltrated and tainted by these fake, um, you know, fake pastors and fake politicians and fake everybody. And they go, well, where are the Republicans in all this? Aren't they going to oppose Left and like no, they work for the for the left. They are on the left-handed path. There's a few that are not. A guy like Mitt Romney poses as a priest of Jesus. He says he's a high priest in the Mormon Church, and I'm like, and and he's always going, you know, Jesus this and Jesus that. And I'm like, God, it's just sickening to hear this liar, this this piece of shit talk. It, it's just it's it's just terrible. And I mean, you know, I'm sorry if I that sounds like I'm casting judgment. I'm not on. You know, he's weak, and it's, but what he's doing with his influence, his ability to influence people, is he's recruiting. He's busy recruiting people. I'm, I'm, you know, he's, he finally says he's going to retire, but that'll be 2025 when the die will be pretty much cast uh, uh, toward our destruction in 2030. And, you know, we would all die by then. So, well, with this you know, but, 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 we, uh, would, but we, would, we would die at the hands of man, not climate. We would die at that. There is no man-made climate unless they make it with their advanced technology. Other than that, there is no problem with climate, and there never has been, and there never will be. But now they're talking about a climate lockdown because COVID was so successful. They just can't wait to do it. They're salivating over it, and they're trying to get the Biden administration to do it. The only reason it hasn't happened is because the people are damn mad. And no, I call, I say 60% civil, of, civil war of Americans yeah. uh, took the jab. 
Sixty percent. Right. And 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 but but really, sixty-six and two-thirds took the jab, and thirty-three and a third didn't. It's back to that one-third, two-third thing. And 66 and two-thirds of the people are useless. They're, they're half-wits and, and dupes and, and retards. You know? How, so how can do? we patch Patrick in, Zev? Uh, we got to do it somehow. I've got Charles. We had him earlier, and then uh, yeah. he was trying to contact Govinda, mm-hmm. and uh, I miss their But voices. I think my, my phone would work if, if, you know, if, they, were, if they were there. And uh, Charles is on hold. I don't know what has happened to... Uh, Let's see if we can get uh, Patrick in here. <clears throat> Govinda is not um, available. I'm going to try to call Govinda on the... Well, you can call on the other line. I um, See if you can get Patrick back. Let's see if I can get him back. I don't know how to patch him in. I know Patrick's on hold right now. We'll see if, we'll see if we can get him in. Remember Skype? You know? be available we'll see i think i have you hello yes hey uh, patrick god bless i wonder how i can get you and charles in on the same uh call i don't know but i I tried to come back to the call but i couldn't come back i sent you a couple texts okay yeah no we're we're trying to you know get it uh, going and unfortunately uh, uh charles do i have you do i have charles Okay. So, on call. Yeah, no, but he is. He's on hold. Wow. And so oh, on hold. Okay. because I called you, then he's on hold automatically. And then if I go back over there, if, you know, uh, if, you know, so now it's. To so g- do we have Patrick? Uh, I've got Patrick. Why are people and, on hold? Because I don't know. I'm never the one that does this. I don't, uh. I don't, I never learned how to do this. So I'm, you know, unfortunately, you know, what every kid knows, I'm learning I'm on the fly, learning on the fly. So I don't know. Um, yeah, how to, okay. So I, I'm going to, we're, we're going to talk to Patrick for a while. Then we're going to come back to Charles. And um, we've been talking about Patrick, the, were you successful getting a hold of Govinda? No, I was not. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I should have, uh, jarred everybody yesterday and it's okay look you know i just figured it's okay we no all know problem. it's the 20th no we're, we're we're moving on anyway so let's just drop that and yeah, move on yeah, exactly okay yeah. so bottom line here is uh we are in uh on the verge of, of canceling the election and going for a climate lockdown uh what what say you about things like that what do you think um you know, how would you react to uh a climate lockdown, and do you think that's going to happen, uh, Patrick? What do well, you think? Well, when they're talking, and you see this phenomenon more and more, that uh, when people are talking about the climate change mm-hmm. lockdown, people are seeing that it's it's a hoax. Not true. Yeah, no hoax. It, it, even people are questioning the fire. How we the question the fire? Actually, oh, yeah. you know, in Canada, we have fire. Alberta, they fired in Quebec, Alberta, Canada, and uh, they they were actually successful. They were actually they arrested some some arsonists, but, you know. So it is so arsonists. So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They 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 arrested some in Alberta, some in Quebec. Uh, so you can tell it's it obviously man made or whatnot. Um, the problem that 
and, and, and people start to realize there's something consistent. People start to realize, hey, this is not correct. This is something is going on. I'm being lied to. And the other thing is actually waking up people. It's like, hey, how come I'm paying you know, the price of food and everything? Mm-hmm. It's skyrocketing. I can't live. I can't. Uh, for young people, they cannot, you know, leave their parents' house because they can't afford Right. Yeah. Why do you think that? I was listening to uh, Christine Anderson. She's the German MEP that has been so outspoken Mm -hmm. about all of this stuff that's going on. And she was going on and on about the 15-minute cities and how they're just designed to, like, lock you down. And... I, I that's really, all they are. It's, really it's like a it's a it's a prison because she's she's prison. she's dead on. You know, she's spot on. Yeah. And yeah, but various world well, leaders why, why make them, that are speaking out like that, but it still yeah, gets they are, but under the rug. It's like nobody knows. Why make I, it look like Auschwitz? You know, make it look like a little dorm instead of a prison. But to be honest, to be honest, it's not actually working. It's not like. Minutes, mm-hmm. not, not working. Yeah. Look at that. In, just in London, right? Those cameras that they have, people cut cut off the those poles. They, right. They paint the cameras. So the, the mayor of London has pretty much given up, right? So people are actually pushing back that. Yeah. What is, I mean, and, and that's what we're saying. People start to realize that this whole yeah but that doesn't and, stop and, them and you know the awareness of people doesn't, it doesn't stop it no they keep but going you know what's stopping them but you know what's stopping them mm-hmm. it's actually you know what i would probably i would lean that it is stopping it because the more people are talking about it more people are pointing their fingers well, it, let's just say it's slowing. It's slowing them down. It's 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 vexing them. The fact that the knowledge is everywhere now, and and you you know. But what about these people that are working for the billionaires? You know, the climate activists who work for the uh, the old white billionaires. You know, mm-hmm. and the bloodline elite families. You know, and the and the Nazis. Why in the world um, can't they see themselves? Uh, that they're they're serving the ultimate capitalism when they 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 say they're communists and they say they want to to lock down the planet for the good of the planet and all that to survive and they blame you know their parents. It's not even capitalism. Can't can't they see that they're just dupes and half wits and retards and dumbasses? I I don't understand how they could even get to. The, I guess because the educational system has been all about conditioning, so they're able to take their orders from the TV set. I mean that's or their or their dog or their cat at this point. Well, they're supposed to kill their dog and their cat. You know, so so the young people are causing a, a problem in terms of ignorance, and ignorance is what's bringing about the whole the whole issue. And then the older people are acting out of fear. The sixty percent that got the jabs, the older people. Uh, I know people that just you know when the TV says to stay like that, they stayed in the house for for three years. With masks on, I, I'm a, yeah. I'm ashamed. It's that, amazing but, that but, people in my own family they wore the mask these are inside educated. their own home. Yeah, yeah, because they were told to. And I'm like, what? They, they do what they're so, told. What? So when you look at it, that interest. There's, there's, <laughs> there's three groups. 
does the group that's gonna no matter what will follow. So that one third will follow no matter what. Yep. The, you know, the second is the people that are now waking up. Are we still broadcasting? Called, we are. Called him we call him Norris. So those those guys are tipping and they're tipping fast. And as a third group, which is part of we've known from the beginning. One third, one third is more than enough for a revolution, and two two thirds are always going to act out of fear and cowardice. You know, they're always going to be, you know, dupes, and they're always going to believe what the politicians say. They're always going to take their marching orders from the. um, You know, you can see it. You know, it's funny. There's a you know an author that you know used to be really good, Stephen King. And since he went woke, his sales of his books, like the new book, Holly, it went like zero. Like no one's buying it. I was so horrified it's when am- I saw it's the, amazing the new, what, uh, what, how the changes. Yeah. Spokesperson for Dove Soap, because my allergist just yeah. told me to use Dove Soap yeah. off yeah. of you know, yeah. my sensitive skin. And now we have this giant, you know, woke. <laughs> Black uh, Lives Matter activists as the spokesperson yeah. for Dove Soap. I mean, yeah. I have to find a replacement. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 really kind of amazing. You know, the corporatocracy. Larry Fink is one of the arguably one of the most inept people spiritually that ever existed. He's almost like a machine at this point. He didn't used to be that way, by the way. He was flesh and blood and laughed and you know but he's now he's all seriousness about, you know, ruling the world. He is the de facto leader of the world. He is the most uh wealthy and powerful leader, even more so than the blue bloods, more so than than any kingdom. I mean he, he controls I don't know how many trillions of dollars, but in, in, he's a de facto trillionaire. And people are starting mm-hmm. to get to know who he is. And he has policies that force corporations to impose on people, you know, the new agenda, which is imposed on the U.S. military, which is basically uh, inclusion, equity, you know, the military is not yeah. woke. And, and whoever you love is fine. And that's a code word. When they say whoever you love is fine, that's a code word, not for, you know, same sex, anything or alternative sex. That's a code word for pedophilia. Whenever they say it doesn't matter who you love, they mean kids. They mean children. So the U.S. military is is pushing this agenda, and it, it's just it's amazing because the only place this agenda ends up is is being you know is really in a nuclear war. It ends up being burned to death by by God. And how does God do it? He does it internally, but he has them them create their own nuclear war against themselves. It, it's just yeah, like but none, God, of it, none of it. None of it. None of it is going to work. It's like, well, it's like, I I think, I'm feeling that way too, that it's like, well, the death and destruction is working off. Uh, Right. I mean, look what's happening in Ukraine. People have got to admit that. Complete failure. Embarrassment. And now, uh, now it's really coming out about all the Zelensky sex trafficking yeah, and the yeah, and the, exactly. and the prostitution and everything that's coming. And, and Zelensky gets on there and starts talking about climate change at the UN. It's like what a joke this man. He's a complete joke, but you know what? He's become a billionaire now. I I call him the comedian because he's well, just he's just a He's joke. a billionaire, but he's How another How has he been, 
how has he been propped up to be climate change? Some sort of there's no leader. I mean, yuck! It's just just he, he can't he can't even give a speech. He's it's just, ludicrous. He, he's, he's 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 all stumbling and fumbling over his words. Here's a guy who he, wants he, to play the piano yeah, with his penis yeah. and run around in high heels, and right, it's right. like. But that's what they that's what they want all the military to do. They want all the the spokesman for the military over there is a woke transgender male who is saying that anyone who's against the war in Ukraine, we're going to hunt you down and kill you. I know. I, okay. it, it's right there in your There, there you like, go. What? Now, and then militarily, but, everybody who knows anything knows my objection, that Ukraine my obje- cannot, quote-unquote, win any war here. Yeah, but my objection to things like that is the idiocracy, that someone would actually listen to that person, that they would put them on the air. Who are those people? And how did they become such useless... Eaters, useless people, completely useless, is you know people whose lives mean nothing. And I guess the whole point is is to cheap. When the more people go along, the more their lives are cheapened. So that when they finally do the mass killing, it won't be any big deal because they're useless anyway. It's it's a uh, it's the democide gotcha. that's gone on already is amazing, and the fact that they very don't few it. people are speaking out about it, and no. it's. It's happening all around you. Well, they're being prepared, in my so, opinion, they're being prepared for their own death. They're being prepared to accept dying themselves. So when you look at it, okay, you look at Ukraine, the G20 pretty much, like, G20. put them inside. Look at people. just put their control in the country. Yep. People, people don't talk is how many, how many Ukrainian lives. I know. It's, it's well, it's up to five hundred thousand now, and and it's you know yeah. going to the millions. And and then so, they're so it's sad to see. And, and and besides the you know, life is the most important. The money that spent, the money. So you want to tell me that the United States is sending money to Ukraine? But for the folks in Maui, they only give seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to understand how people can go along with the government of Maui, and especially the Hawaiians. I'm glad that O'Keefe <laughs> is suing them. I don't. I don't get those. The Hawaiians were, you know, were firebombed like Dresden. And they're still arguing over it, like, oh, that didn't really happen. You know what I mean? And people get, it's like 9-11. They can't accept the truth in America. They can't accept the truth in Maui. They can't accept the truth in, um, you know, in the degradation of our cities. They can't accept the truth of the COVID. They can't accept the truth of the, you know, of the, of the specter of nuclear war now that's being done on purpose by our own military who's turned against the people. They can't accept the truth that the politicians hate the people of America. In fact, someone said this, and it's really funny. If the donors, the wealthy donors, were cannibals, the politicians would feed the people to the donors. <laughs> That's just where we are. And yeah, it's, it's, it's cannibalism. Well, cannibalism is the ultimate... Uh, it's the ultimate secret thing about these people, that the very top people are cannibals. And, and, you know, not all of them, but, I mean, there's quite a few of them who delight in eating human flesh. And it's, uh, 
and it's all kept secret. And if, you've, and if you try to bust them or anything or bring out any evidence about it, you know, that's the end of you. So. Well, I, I'm sure that most of you have heard about uh, Steve Favis's uh, work on the whole Maui thing and the way that they were attacked. Uh, yeah. He's a he's an expert at uh, computer science and, and advanced robotics, and he's been researching the Maui fires and has compiled evidence that the technology exists to have started these fires from right. a satellite in Earth orbit. Okay, yep. who ran those satellites? Huh? Well, they're trying to blame it on the CCP? Chinese now. They're trying to blame it on the Chinese, but well, it's, they not, had, it's not the Chinese. They did have satellites capable nope. of doing so above Maui at the yeah. time of the fires. Yeah. I know, but they... Want to blame the they're Chinese? Working for, they're working for uh, the bigs like Fink. And yeah, yeah. No, it's Gates Fink. It, it, it's Fink and Gates and all that. And if they use the Chinese or use somebody else or use a politician, of course, it doesn't matter. It's the same people over and over and over and over again. And the people are supposed to wake up, but they won't. They just want to march to their own destruction and blame everybody else for their unhappiness. I, I. I feel like there is an awakening. There is a there, there is, is a big there awakening. is. You're right, Trish. I really there do. I, I'm sensing I, it. Like I'm seeing it yeah, from yeah, I agree all age groups, because, not just the young people, not well, just the old people. Conservatives not. have to throw off the the establishment conservatism. Liberals have to throw off the establishment liberalism because that's not liberalism the way it the the classic liberalism uh, looks nothing like totalitarianism. It's about it's about liberalism. It's not about totalitarianism. So, all these people are adrift from whatever their ideology was. Besides that, we're not supposed to have politics as a uh, religious pursuit, as a spiritual pursuit. We're supposed to have God as a spiritual pursuit, and then let the politics and all that fall where it where it falls. And then, you know, in Romans thirteen, it says God is really you know behind all the governments of the world and regulates all the governments. And I do believe that's true mentally to a certain extent. But when they become antichrist, um, that contract is kind of broken. I think when people do repent, hold on. When people do repent, you know, God will take the reins of government and make it for good. Yeah. But when people don't repent, and when they just keep on with their arrogance and their pride and their incredible stupidity, unbelievable stupidity about everything, everything, science. Uh, economy, everything's a lie. That's what's hard to take is yeah. the stupidity. It's really hard. It is. It, 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 if you're an intelligent person who is actually awake as to what's happening and you see this stuff in front of you, you see people. Like if I go to the, to the market, thank God I'm not seeing that many people with masks on. But when I see someone get in their car with the mask on and they leave it on in the car, I look at that I look at that person, they kind of look like their eyes look a little glazed over, you know, maybe like they're really stupid, maybe they just don't, they're dull, the dullism that from the jab, but something makes them like robotic and rote, they get in the car, they keep the mask on, they do what they're told, they drive, you know, home, they take their groceries home, they, they uh, tattle on their neighbors or their kids for not complying. And yeah, that's they how watch, promoted now. They watch television, then they go to sleep. Now, what, how, you know, or they go to their job and they're not smart enough to figure out what they're working at. They're just smart enough as George Yeah, Collins. but that's, 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 that is the one third that will never change that. That's, that's, that's okay because they will never change. They will never change. <laughs> they, will, they will not. Well, we're but, not working but, on them. We're, but right. that second third. We're on the one third. The one third is what we need to focus on. Third. The, the positive yeah, exactly. one third. 
Well, if they're going for truth, you know what I mean? They will run into Jesus because Jesus is truth. Yep. So you can't pursue truth without Jesus. It's just the two go ahead. I remember this guy who rejected me because of my faith. And he was a talk show. I'm not going to name, name, name or shame. I'm not going to name anyone. But here's the thing. Then I found, I, I ran into him later in life, you know, like a couple years later. And he's all about Jesus. And he's all about, <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, when, you know, because I mean, I was basically chastised. I, I think I gave him a donation for his show. And I was, you know, and, but I was rejected. And then the very thing he rejected me for, now he is wearing it on his sleeve. And I well, wonder. That's so it just shows you. Encouraging in a way. Right, because he was going for truth. See, and he ran into Jesus. My theory held. Mm. If you see, the reason they're afraid of truth is because they know it leads to Christ. They don't want that. Exactly. So they got to go to the lie. But if you pursue the truth, you, I have nothing, no worry about you. I don't need to like lecture you about anything because you're going to run in on your own. You're going to run into the Lord. Yeah. And I'm just glad to see that you're on the truth because that means the truth. <laughs> and the truth, what do they say about the truth? The truth will set you, set you free. free. And and who sets us free? The sun, the sun sets us free, and then we'll be. And he says we'll be free indeed. So that's and that's what I always say. The kingdom is within. Yep. And for that second third of people, the kingdom is within, and it's awakening. Yeah. And the kingdom, the kingdom is within and accessible all day long, every day. Hallelujah. So so you can just live in the just live in the kingdom. And the kingdom then, yeah. you know, be, is, is really what the world ends up becoming anyway. One of the main yeah. things lately uh, of, of realization is, you know, well, the... The one, thing, the one thing people got to realize is yeah. the economic crash. Yeah. That's They're saying by 2024, they want to get rid of all cash. Well, they'll have some kind of a, a transition period. Uh, to a digital currency, probably, but this would be a great time to get into alternative, you know, silver, gold, uh, anything, so, you know, whiskey, <laughs> bullets, cigarettes. Yeah, yeah cigarettes. Yeah. So the one thing. <laughs> so the one thing that I, I, I make prediction. I don't think. You're breaking up a I little bit, probably, Patrick. Hey, you got to oh, be a little louder. Is it better now. Yeah, yeah. Is try it to. Now? Yeah, it's breaking up a little bit. Yeah. It's better now. I don't. I don't think CBDC is actually. It will not work. I don't think um, so either. People are gonna, but I think we may. We may have to exchange in different And but people don't realize how big this economic crash. Yeah. It is going to be a big, <sighs> epic. Yeah. And that's that's really that that's going to change. That two thirds that I'm talking about, yeah, that would change people. Because, yeah, you know, if, yeah. They're, if they're like starving to death, says, if we, they're we starving, need a, yeah. we need a parallel. You know, right. but when people system. are start when people are starving, they tend to get more truthful. So that mm. so that's, some people yeah. become more animalistic. They they just want to eat you. You know, feral. Yeah. Well, the Book of Eli was pretty interesting with Denzel Washington. Looking back on that movie, where the the the, the really evil people were, were were feral and they were cannibals. And what was he protecting? 
the, the whole Bible. time? Yeah. The Word of God. Because he had a photographic yeah. memory, and he was able to bring that uh, Word of God into a place where it could be written down again. And uh, But then they blew the movie of the end by having, like, all these other religious texts, you know, <laughs> on the shelf, and tried to make it like this ecumenical... Like everything's cool, everything is everything, baby. You know, it's it's all religions are, are true, everything's true, it's all good. You know, and it's like, well, religion is evil. You know, religion is evil itself, and the churches are evil, temples are evil, mosques are evil. It's all evil, but the pursuit of truth and Christ is good. You know, I mean, yeah. it, just, it just comes down to that, and and. um I, I know some people that are talking about trying to buy this church, and some of you know who they are. And I'm, and I'm, folks. I just have to say, I think it's a bad idea. It's like an abandoned church, you know, big property, you know, to gather people together. It's when you gather them together and you, you know, put yourself as the leader between man and God. That's when the corruption comes in, folks. I think that, you know, I, I, just, I see that going on where people are trying to, like, you know, take over the churches for themselves. How do they know they're not going to make the same mistakes the people before them made? They are. They're going to make the same mistakes. Whenever you get two or three people together, corruption enters in. And so it, it doesn't matter about you. You start off with great faith, but then eventually it enters in. There'll be a fourth person, a fifth person that comes in to try to turn you. And that's just that's true in, all over the earth. So I don't think it's a good idea to buy churches and to go play church. I don't. Th- I know people want to gather people, but I don't think it's a good idea. And I don't think it's a good idea because it's this everyday kind of church that sort of belongs to the spirit and to uh, heaven and to the dimensions that goes on, ex- you know, just impromptu like where people are saved and they're baptized and they're, you know, and they're, you know, like the days of old with Jesus, you know. And it's like those are the ones that survive, but the ones that become institutions and the ones that have, you know, walls and, you know, a temple and a place to gather and then donations and tithing and all of that, it becomes evil always. Why, why do they think they're going to be better than the, the ones before them had good intentions and they went corrupt? Why do you think mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. ne- the next people wouldn't make the same mistake? So I see this going on out there because a lot of the churches are being abandoned now. And so these buildings exist out there, lots of abandoned church buildings. And it's very tempting for people to think, hey, we're going to get in there and f- start a church and run it right. No, you're not. You're going to make the same mistakes they made. You're human too. And I, I hope they understand that I'm not saying it to be, you know, hateful. I'm saying it to, to use a little wisdom that, you know, what makes you think you're so much better than the other guy? You're not. We're not. We're all weak in that way. And, um, when you know, sometimes when we form an organization, we have overhead. We've got bills to pay. We've got painting needs to be done. Roofing needs to be done. Um, we have to have an organization. We have to have a corporation. We have to have a plan to raise money. Whenever you start doing that, mixing that with Jesus, it goes south real fast. And that's where you get all this oh, yeah. sort, sort of backroom sin and, and, you know, the, and all the problem with, um, you know, immorality. Um, it, start, it starts slow. It creeps in little by little. And then pretty soon it becomes huge, right? And it's, and it's like a big raging fire. You can't be, the only way to stop it is to abandon the church. 
And and so but also but also that but also that people don't have any resources to give to the church. Yeah. Well, well some do. These people have already raised money quite a bit. And yeah, but, and so I'm I'm like Lord, I just hope you can, you know, teach them, Lord. Show them the wisdom that we can't just... It's the same thing with politics, Patrick. We can't just assume that we're going to be better than the other guy that's in there. You know what I mean? Yep. I think it's the whole system. Exactly. You know, I don't think I'm any better than them. I know I'm not. I know that if I... Like, I, I, I like to criticize Mitt Romney, you know, because he's kind of like a... You know, just I, I, half of it's tongue in cheek, I guess. Pierre Delecto. Yeah, yeah, Pierre Delecto, and um, you know, I don't know why it is. I just, you know, I just something about him just makes me sort of. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but but you know, I so it's, it reminds me of like you know a satire about society. It's the same kind of thing. He's a society guy. It's been interesting so, um, delving so, into the whole <laughs> film society and the Zeph's history with that and all that. And he, he he had an uh, interview the other day, which was kind of fun. Um, delight and fright. If you want to go, delight and fright. Find they, it. They on have there. a channel. Luna and Cat, very nice ladies, nice, nice women. Yeah, and they're really they're really into the whole, you know, horror horror. They go to horror conventions. Yeah, they're re- they're really smart. Me too. I'm really into horror. Yeah, they're really like horror is like. Oh, Zef like, Zef got a uh, license plate for our bus. It just says horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's uh, the horror out horror. there. It's the world is horror. I can't even write a, a screenplay or a novel as as horrific as the world is right now. Right. I can't even get. I mean, it's like they got me beat. But you know. what did uh, was it? Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are true. Yeah, Paul said that. Yeah, but you Think know, on those things. Well, here's some little insight. If we can get these last two films done, Never Ever After and Dragon Island, you know, and and uh, that's the qu- quantum quartet, the quartet that Larry and I have cooked up, and that we want to, and and, and you know, producer Mike's been in there too, with two of the stories. Three of the stories, actually, as as a as a you know a story uh, uh, contributor, and um, and then I'm really the story editor. Ultimately, if we can get those done, the next one after that will be about Paul the Apostle. Yeah, we and have that's, been thinking uh, about that for a while. Yeah, that's going to be. We want to do a yeah a movie about Paul. Paul before the road to Damascus and after, and um, hmm. you know we also have that'd be really cool actually. Yeah. We're going to show Paul the way he really was. And so when you see the contrast between what he was, and also it's going to help people forgive the pedophiles, which I think, you know, um, when they make it the system, if you want to be a big star, you want to make money, they, they make you have sex with children in order to get it on, you know, video so they can blackmail you, you know, so they can control you. Now, we know that's the system, and it's worldwide, by the way. It's not just, you know, here or Hollywood or whatever. It's worldwide. Okay, so, you know, and basically the entire thing is satanic ritual abuse. And they go, oh, there is none. It was proven to be satanic panic. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but again, the, 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 the half-wits, you know, speak up. But so, you know, so that is going to show, you know, the debauchery of the Roman society. 
It's going to show the, you know, the, 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 the devolving into decadence, which happened. Paul's participation as being a lawyer. Hey, when they start marrying horses. A Hebrew, a Hebrew lawyer and also a Roman, uh, a Roman leader as well. He's a leader both in, and also fabulously wealthy. But you notice he didn't have a wife. He didn't have children. He doesn't have, he was, uh, he was taking pleasure in killing Christians. We know that just from the Bible, but there's a lot more to it that if you delve into Roman society and what these people are made to do in front of each other, you know, like, for example, taking life, you know, killing people, uh, for example, you know, any kind of sexual immoral- immorality, they want that done in front of witnesses, the whole Caligula thing, you know, basically. You know, I guess this was news to me, but maybe everybody so, else already knows it, but during the fall of Rome... The Senate in Rome was actually what what their big argument was. They were trying to, you know, decide and proclaim yeah. if angels were male or female. Right. No, that I'm, was like the big discussion. Yeah. yeah. Well. Anyway, so that would they be about Paul, be but then then it would be the road to Damascus experience, and then the rest of it would be the how Paul, you know, risk, you know, life and limb. And you know the big hero of spreading the you know, the gospel message throughout all of Asia Minor and and uh, Europe and and uh, all the way up to uh, you know the British Isles to everywhere, basically to the world. And um, you know between him and Peter establishing the the Catholic Church, the uh, you know the 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 original you know and, and yes they all went corrupt, but I mean the fact of the matter is it was. Uh, you know that that he would rejoice in in poverty. He would rejoice in bonds. They rejected he, the cornerstone. That's yeah, the problem. But but you know then he also had some very very witty wise things to say, and you see it in his letters about how he was able to divide the word better than anyone else that came before him, and um, you know really take it to the next level. And that's that's why he's in, in, you know, I mean, obviously why God, you know, forced the editors of the Bible to put him in there. There may be some things missing, but I think they're missing because God realized that uh, people couldn't handle it, some things. Anyway, so that's the, so that would be the thing to show Paul as he was, which would be not a heterosexual, okay? And I know that's going to piss people off to no end, mm. but that's... Come on. I mean, here's the guy lecturing against sodomy, lecturing against lesbianism, lecturing against, I mean, or whatever you call it, you know, uh, same sex, um, uh, sex, lecturing on all that. And you start getting the idea when he's lecturing the Romans, you start getting this idea that, well, why are you so hung up on that? It's be- well, because th- that's Roman society. That's how he grew that, up. That's the whole society. It's like basically, you know, when we studied. We studied literature back in those days of, of uh, you know, Greek literature in the days of the New Testament. And it was all about, you know, men and boys. They'd have households and they'd be prominent people. And there'd always be a romance with a boy. I mean, it was just normal, mm-hmm. completely normal. Accepted. Yeah. And so a guy like Paul was, you know, in good stead as a Roman citizen. And, and you know, but that was the entire, it wasn't just Paul. It was the entire world. So what we're praying here on 20 on 20 is to end that system and end that that human trafficking of all in all forms not just sexual but the organ trafficking well, it's cannibalism too. and the and the uh forced labor and and the 
child sacrifice. And look at the immigration, the forced immigration. S- snuff films. And uh, what were they? What do they want to do with us here? They well, want they, to kill us. Yeah, it's but, like, but they they, they have an appetite to kill innocents and innocent people, and that includes you know children. And um, you know, and then of course it, it gets even more bizarre as you go up the the chain. But it, it at the very end of the rabbit hole is complete total degradation, complete total depravity, complete total you know perversion. And when I say perversion, I mean things like cannibalism. To me, is a perversion. And so um, you know, and then of course, in any kind of sex would be the opposite of whatever you would do to have a child. Would be the would be the mm-hmm. sacrament to Satan. Mm-hmm. So bottom line is uh, you know the world following Satan goes to death, which is, you know, the plan. And the people are all compliant in, uh, you know, conforming to it, except for that one third. And uh, it's just very interesting watching what happens now. But uh, after, after these two, the final film of Dragon Island is basically really about a man's soul. And it's really about, you know, uh, a prominent, you know, black ops military guy that's like, you know, can kill lots of people, got special skill set that's unbelievable. And that basically, you know, the military is more evil than the dragon. In other words, the dragon, the military mean, meaning, industrial meaning you know, the, the mother of Satan, the dragon, the dragon, Satan, the devil, or whatever you want to call it, and all those forms is actually more um, normal and consistent than the U.S. military. So when people go I'd corrupt, military-industrial complex. Yes, but they go. Put it more. So it's ma- making the argument that that, and in the end, of course, Satan c- continues on. You know, but but but, but the, we do get to blow everybody up. <laughs> yeah, but the military, <laughs> the bad guys. but the leaders don't. So, but 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 here's the thing: it's interesting, and then the dragon will persist. You know, until God says no. And and you got to ask yourself, well, why is the dragon here? You know, why is the devil here? Why is there this this thing that people worship? And the answer is, well, the dragon. The He's whole point of the dragon God. is seduction, and that includes all the aliens and all that stuff. It's all about seduction. You know, the aliens are all reptilian. The dragon's reptilian. It's all reptilian, and that reptilian consciousness and these reptilian people and clones and all that that are amongst us are basically all they want to do is recruit and control, recruit and control. They give you little stripes. The uniforms we have in our military come from the reptilians. The uh, symbols we have, the upside-down pentagrams and all that, that they're with the sheriff's department and all that, come from the reptilians. Uh, They develop the the Baphomet pentangle upside-down. That's the reptilians. Uh, and they, you know, are basically behind the scenes. If, if you want to know who's behind the scenes controlling the government, it's the reptilians. You know what I, it's really been on my heart lately is, you know, it kind of came Draco. up. Draco. It really came up <laughs> when I saw a, a memory of mine from 10 years ago where I really had to like pray against the witchcraft. I think we really, all of us need to really Pray against the witchcraft. Well, witchcraft comes so. It comes from witchcraft comes from them. Okay, it's big. The high technology comes from them. It's huge. The weather modification, all that stuff, the harp, all those things, you know, space travel, that comes from them. The cloning comes from them. The chimeras come from them. 
The government comes from them. The military is 100% sold out to Satan, and it comes from them as, as, as the leadership, as far as the rank and file, maybe not. But the entire military policy is Luciferianism. And the reason why is, and I heard this from a very prominent general, he said the reason why the U.S. military and the military-industrial complex worldwide is sold out to Satan is because we want to win wars. And that was his, his reason. Okay? So, mm, so that, that he says because we want to win. Winning is not a concept with God. With God, you don't need to win. It's, it's like there, there's, there's no concept of win or lose. It just is you know, life. And it's already victory. There is no need to win. It was won at the cross. It's yeah. done. It's finished. It's, there's no more work to do. It's finished. Um, but with them, they want to win. Yeah. I, and they don't want to lose. It's really like so, this recent attack on, on uh, Zeph's health. Oh, yeah. It was a big scare. Oh, man. Did I? But did. it was, I, I perceived it right from the, the very The witches start. were like on me, Witchcraft, man. big attack. Yeah, I mean, big. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? God solved it quickly. He solved yeah. it very Going quickly. into the hospital was like going, was like Daniel going into the lion's den. That was a den of iniquity, if I ever saw it. That was mm. pure evil in there. Speaking and, of which, we need uh, you to continue with Witch World. Yeah, well, I, you know, he's, I also He's been to, doing, a, he did a five-day uh, cleanse, and he hasn't been riding during that period. And I'm no. like, okay, time to... Me to get the whip and get you back riding. Well, again, buddy. we've got taxes, we've got riding, we've got all kinds of <laughs> a million things to do. But I've I've been you know this year I it's got been so hectic. I've been struggling with illness this year, and um, you know it's illness that was uh, you know I think it was really God letting me get ill so that I could you know heal. If that does that make any sense? Yeah. I couldn't heal until I got ill. Yeah. That and and then I see that I I really drove myself into since my daughter's death, I was trying to like kick the can down the road and in, in dealing with that, and started Crazed House with Larry and and Trish, and and who you know Trish actually you know kind of came up with the idea and so we we went down that road as a way to kind of um, you know mitigate the grieving process because I mean you know it it, it, it really. Uh, changed everything when she died yeah. you know i mean it, i i can't even impart to you what it's like to lose a child but it's i think the worst thing in 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 in, in the universe i i think i think it's the biggest yeah. challenge there is so of course you know pursue forming a company isn't going to fix it of course you know so what's happening during the time of that company is that i'm basically driving myself into ruin with uh you know just some bad habits and things that had to be changed but i just kept thinking that it would straighten out on its own. And instead of time straightening it out, what happened is we hit the wall with crisis, and then the crisis straightened me out. Yeah. Can, I, can I put it that way? That God uses a crisis, for, for those who love him, to, to bring me nothing but good. In other words, healing, understanding, um, processing, you know, confidence over going forward, you know, not feeling... You know, one of the worst things that, uh, that that happen when you're when you're hit with a lot of stuff and hit with, you know, the world, you know, coming against you and your you know daughter dying and all these things happening is you get a complex, you know, like a victim complex, like oh it's all against me anyway, so why even try? You know, there's that, and that is really bad for health. 
And you have to overcome that it. attitude. It's, it's like, well, you know, if you're pursuing Christ, Jesus said, and, and I don't know why I didn't go back to the Sermon on the Mount and just burn that into my brain a hundred million more times. But, you know, when they persecute you and they bear false witness and they try to block you and they cancel you, okay, which we see lots of people being canceled, uh, rejoice. And be exceedingly and, glad. Okay, so how could I, but I wasn't rejoicing. I was getting, you know, it was, you know, it was something that I had, had been on my shoulders since uh, uh, my teenage years, you know, since my childhood, really, pre-teenage, you know, even young childhood. And, you know, I've been carrying it all that time, all this, you know, um, being different from the world and being, you know, targeted by the world, you know, and not understanding why and, you know, then then thinking, well, I'm the bad guy and I ruined everything and I should just kill myself, you know. So that that was like, and then my daughter actually did that. And she actually did what was in my mind to do to myself. Oh. And so I have a double, a double whammy there, a double emotional, you know, crippling. And um, so the illness is used, in a sense, even though the witches are delighting in throwing it, and they just love, uh, you know, making us, you know, sick and obese and and and, and all these things that they, they enjoy doing, uh, because they are in love with degradation, and they're in love with power, and they're in love with hurting people that don't comply and rewarding people that do. That's basically the witch, the witchcraft. Yeah. And And so, you know, and then being punished by that the whole time. And and then finally that illness, you know, facing death, you know, there you are, death door. And guess what? Death was easy. The being right next to death, like like a one click away, no problem. People, on the other hand, the nurses, on the other hand, became the problem. The, the doctors became the problem. The drug companies became the problem. But being close to death or dying, not a problem at all. So that's, but, but that got me on the right. I remember. That what, readjusted me. One what, of the days uh, in the hospital. Hey, folks, folks, I got to go. Okay, Patrick, go we'll see you later. We're gonna hey, we haven't care. got Bye. to pray, but. Uh, we will. I just really am grateful that we got together anyway. And uh, Okay, God bless we'll go you, Patrick. Pray. God bless you, Patrick. We'll see you later. Okay, there he goes. And that's, uh, that, that's him going. And then we're going to get uh, Charles back on here as promised. I can only do one at a time because I really never learned how to do this Skype group call thing. I did so, try to call Govinda, um, and no, yeah. he's not available. Well, anyway, I've got the uh, I've got Charles. Next month, I'll definitely be more active. Yeah. In, well, we've got Charles. Like, hey, we're getting we're getting through it, aren't we? We're getting through it. We got Charles back. <laughs> Hello, we just talked to Patrick, and we've been carrying on about. Um, I've been talking about my experience with, uh, you know, how God uses illness or use my illness against, not against me, but to wake you up, to to bring me into health. I mean, and that's what's so strange, because I'm in better health now than I've been in the last 15 years. Hallelujah. So, so how did that happen? Oh, well, because I got sick. That's how it happened. Because God turned into good what was meant for harm. And, you know, we were also out there in L.A., and we were dealing with the film industry. We were dealing with people on the other side, uh, people that I know were, were like Aleister Crowleyites. I know in the sense of one, one director I was dealing with, he was just, he had been a Crowley devotee, and, and he, he told me he wasn't uh, practicing black magic anymore. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like hanging out with this guy. Let's go and, ahead and uh, begin to pray. Okay. Charles, would you like to lead us first? 
Yeah, uh, you know, before I start, uh, I don't really know what was said in the previous portion. When I was on hold, interestingly enough, yeah. I couldn't hear you even on my computer. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. What we talked about was how there's like one third of the people didn't take the jab and two thirds, you know, two thirds, you know, it's, did. It's this one third versus two thirds thing that keeps coming up again and again. It's very interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've and, been speaking about it for years, like the Bible says. <laughs> well, it's just very interesting to me how how in, in the jab it was like seventy, you know, sixty six and two thirds percent seemed to take the jab, and then thirty three and a third percent did not. And and so that shows me that God is very much on the throne, and this is all in His hands. Yes, you know what, absolutely everything. You know what's odd is that like. I heard this yesterday from Royce. He said that 60% of Democrats felt that people who did not take the jab should be locked in their house and, <laughs> and, and not Civil war, baby. To let, be yeah. let out. Over my, over my, hey, listen, Democrats. 60%? O- over my dead body, buddy, or yours. You know, I mean, you know, tee it up, baby. If you want a civil war, go ahead and keep pushing it because you'll lose that one. That's for sure. You know, um, yeah. even the like the financial people are now talking about when does the civil war begin? Yeah. They well, the, w- basically, when people are hungry, when they're hungry and well, they they're have trying to make us hungry, they have no fuel in their car. Then the civil war. Then the elites are going to who caused it all will sit back and laugh while the, while you know people kill each other. And that's what they did in the Roman Empire. That's what they've done in all the empires. That's what happens when the when the civilization's about to collapse in total. But what's going to replace the civilization is going to be God. It's Amen. going to be it's going to be all God all the time. So this this, well, this is all his work. All this deep degradation and everything you see around you is God preparing His people yep. for His return. Hallelujah. Well, I do believe when the Bible says there's going to be a thousand-year reign with a rod of iron, um, I, I, I see that as being within us and without us. I see it as being an objective kingdom, you know, in a 3D kind of sense, but I also see it as being a spiritual thing, and I also do see the um, awakening of, you know, that's what all the people that we that have died are not dead. So there'll be this. I think the resurrection is the like awareness. Heinrich says. Well, no, it's. I, I think. I think it's the when they say resurrection. I don't believe there's anything called re anything, re resurrection, replenish, re this or re that. There's no such thing. I just they're either alive or they're not. So they're alive, and resurrection means they come into our consciousness as resurrected, because we're in time space, and time space is only pertains to us here. But in the overall picture of things, time and space is irrelevant. So everything exists all the time. I keep uh, having my it. dogs are there, I've just on the other it. side of that little <laughs> veil. That and I'll see them again. And, and my daughter's there too. Um, I'll see her again. I keep having this flash. I had this when I was quite young, like you know, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, something like that, where I would fly around the Earth in a little invisible spaceship i mean i'd literally go places a mind ship they call that a a mind ship a mind ship yeah it was in the mind yeah yeah it was in the mind 
The Hindus call but that a mind But I keep remembering shift. that lately. It's like I, I can move around. I can go Veda, anywhere. <laughs> in the Vedas, they talk about that. That a lot of the ships were made mentally. From yeah. there, they were con- they were they were just thought up, and then then they and they became. They were it, the one I had was just for one person, me, and I just went around in it. <laughs> well, that. yeah, but that's you know that that you're getting a glimpse of um, you know the uh, the un you know the unrestricted future. I was have. also thinking. Well, Zeph and I were talking about it the other day. How here we were. We were born. We were. we're older we're like we were born in the 50s and everything yeah. was already really screwed 50s. up i mean and we noticed it when, right after we were born we we're like well, I was born, oh my gosh yeah, this yeah. is wild i was born into the la mafia <laughs> i didn't i didn't know it at the time yeah but even i thought like that was normal globally you know the condition of the earth and humanity it was like Really, already, really, yeah. and now we're seeing it. Well, so you, you get in the way of uh, you know the way of you know a city like L.A. running. You know, it's called the cement shoes in Terminal Island Harbor and in Long Beach Harbor. That's where you wind up if you oppose anything they want to do, and and that's just the way of the world everywhere. I remember my dad used to always say, "You can't fight City Hall," but then again, he spent his whole life fighting it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you, because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, he did the right thing, and he, um, it, you know, it, it, even if you, if you, you're, you're he succe- made a difference when you're successful within your spirit, within your soul, and do it, even if it doesn't have an objective exterior result, you won. You you did it. You did what you was in you to do. You did the right thing, and that's all that counts. Because you're you're giving that as a as a sacrifice unto God. Yeah. That you did the right thing and you suffered for it and you gave it to the Lord. You said, Lord, here is my work. I'm trying to follow you. I'm trying to be in alignment with you. And then here's what I've been led to do. Fight City Hall. And that's a beautiful work. And, you know, you don't have to win objectively on the ground. It's just that that kind of thing, you know, is, is what God, he, he loves that. He loves that. So let's pray. Uh, Char- Charles, lead us off, please. Okay. Thank you, Father, for this glorious morning when we could come together and praise your name and join together in worshiping you, loving you, and sharing you out with all those who are listening and those in the rest of the world. We come together now as your children. And in our hearts, we must come to you with the burdens that you've laid upon us. And my burden always has been, Lord, to wake up your people so that they may understand what is going on. Their eyes may be opened, as I see happening now. For all of this that we see going on around us leads us only one place, to this great truth that we are set apart for Christ. Set apart is those in whom you will dwell and do your work of God's glory here in this world. We are to be your living epistle. We are to be living witnesses to your truth, a living expression of our risen Lord, a living temple of the holy God, if you will, filled with Christ. God's use for us is Christ. That's what we're here today for. That's what we're doing now. Christ in us, that we might become a vessel through whom Christ is manifested for the way of Christ is and has always been Christ within each of us. The way of Christ, the way of hope is Christ within each of us. 
our life, our very being and existence is Christ alive within us. Show us, Father, that all you have for us is in the person and the name of your Son. And as we walk with him, we will see what is going on. We will understand. We will fight. We will wage your holy war here. Because the truth is, as people look upon us, as we spill out your living water, we become Christ to those around us. And they see your light within us. They hear your voice from mm. us. And this love that we share, show them it touches all the hearts around us with the warmth of a love that is extraordinary, yes. absolutely exceptional, not known Amen. in the world. And this is why we are here in these times, my brother. We were created as living vessels, living beings of your glory to share out your truth in these times. Yes, Lord. And by our very presence, the Spirit, Amen. your Spirit, touches those around us. And these days they show us as never before that we, those around us everywhere are waiting for this touch. Yes. So in this evening, this morning's prayer, I reiterate what you have taught me for years, that our response is to be Christ in our world. Christ alive, Christ living, the truth is teach to strengthen, to uplift, and to teach the truth openly and freely into the darkness. Yeah. This word I pray, my Father, that others may wake up and understand who we are, where we are, and why we are here. This, I think, is the most important thing that is going on in the world today, is your people waking up. Yes, Lord. Beginning. To stir, beginning to understand just who they are and the fact that we were made for these days. We were not made for fear. We were not made to hide. We were not made for cowering. We were made to stand and not only speak the truth, but be the truth as we possess you. Amen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we're so grateful to be here today. We ask for your blessing. We ask for your guidance. We ask for your help to be more like you and to, to spread, as, as Charles said, you. To us be you represented here on earth, that we may shine your light and your truth and your way amongst all the people. And Lord, I do see a big awakening. I'm grateful for the eyes that's, that look and, and, and connect out there. I see the people that have the blindfold on along with their mask. And Lord, I just ask you to peel away those, those blindfolds. Peel away the blindfolds so that people can see. They can see you and they can see your truth. Lord, we ask for your guidance through this time. It's difficult sometimes not to just let the anger at the stupidity overtake us, yes, Lord. Lord. Ask, I'm asking Help for us, patience. Lord. I'm Help asking us, for, for Help us more of you 
to guide us through our everyday as we go through these tumultuous times. Lord, I just ask for more and more people to to wake up, to have the blinders Amen. stripped off from yes, their Father. eyes, that they could they could see you. And uh, bless us, Lord, in Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the uh, every day that you've given us to, 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 to be in alignment with you. We put you first, Lord. You're, you then whatever else that you would have us do, and however we are led, uh, always precedented by you first. And, uh, and I thank you, Lord, for working and showing me how you work through the evil people. I mm. I never considered yeah. that when I would get angry, Lord. I would get so angry. I get so angry. And thank you for mollifying Ooh. and modifying and mitigating my anger. I just, um, you know, I, I don't, sometimes I'm very short-tempered with stupidity. I, I don't, I never really, um, it, it's just something that, it, that I know that you didn't impose on them. You didn't make anyone stupid. You made your creation brilliant. Mm. And the only way we could become dumb would be to agree uh to with with them with the world with the world is with the left-handed path because that's a, that's a sure way yeah. of making us stupid and lord i understand yeah. that now i understand that they're they're it's it's not that they were doing what they thought was right to do and i must and and it's not about me it's not about them it's not about a contest between the two of us you've shown me that it's really about seeing their condition and, and f- I feel sorry for them now mm-hmm. and not angry at them, really. And thank you for taking my anger and making me not dumb like them, but making me to understand what is going on and how you work through the evil ones, the good ones, the medium ones, all of us, and how you were in the, the heads. And this is what I really appreciated this last week. You showed me, Lord, that... You showed me that we're in the heads of all of these, all these people that you're in their heads. Yes. You're in their minds. You're in their intention. You're Amen. in their hearts. Praise God. And there's no separation. You're in all of them. And, and so, you know, I don't feel the need to just keep calling out people in a mano a mano thing, Lord. It's up to you. It's you. It's you that are in complete control. I needn't worry about anything, Lord. Thank you for taking the fear away from me. Thank you for taking away the fear of death. Thank you for taking away the fear of others. Thank you for, for, for showing me your scriptures, 100% true, that we, we, we will fear no man, but we fear the one who can take our soul, the one who can destroy our soul, which is you, Lord. You're the one who can really destroy us, but no man can. So, Lord, I just thank you for all these revelations um, of, of peace and peace that surpasses understanding and joy and happiness and um, yes. a sense of fulfillment that I feel today more than ever before in my life. Hallelujah. Even though all these things are raging evil, mm. they don't, they're not consuming me because of you, Lord, because of your intervention. Hallelujah. Your yes. intervention in my mind, your intervention in taking the anger and showing me that the anger is, is, is narcissistic and futile and wrong. Mm. And I, I admit and I repent, Lord. I repent, I repent. I see the, the error of my ways, Lord. And I see the error of my my um, snap judgments and my uh, yelling at the TV and all these things that I've done. I repent. I see that it's 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 
I repent because of the waste of time that mm. it's caused. That's the main problem. It's taken time from you, Lord. Mm-hmm. It's taken time from you, Lord. It's taken time from your mission. It's taken time away from us. It's taken time away from 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 joy, from harmony. All the things I say I want, you've given us. And then you know to focus on uh, these offenses as if they're against me personally is. Um, such an error of thinking and thank you for straightening me out Hallelujah. and thank you for using my <laughs> illness and all my shortcomings to, you, to Father. propel me further, even though of it's not deserved. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, yeah. Lord. We praise you, Lord. I'm here to yes. praise you. I'm here to lift you up. I'm here to, to, to um, not really ask for anything, but just to thank you for what you have done and witness as to what you have done. Even if I'm Amen. just barely getting it, even if I'm not quite getting it through my thick head, your your patience is 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 uh, um, unending, and I thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Amen. We love you, Lord. Jesus' name, yeah. Amen. Finally, brethren, praise Almighty God. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise. Think on these things. Yeah, Philippians I mean, four. Yeah, don't don't forget to think on those things. I mean, when we're yeah, you know, mad at the world and yelling at everybody, yeah. you know, there's nothing I can do by yelling at um, uh, you know, what's his name? Fink. I forget his first name now. What's his name? Conrad or something. Um, what's his name? George. <laughs> Larry, poor, poor La- Larry. Poor oh, you thing. shouldn't have a name like Larry. Larry's, poor thing. Larry's my friend. Yeah. But anyway, yelling at him isn't going to do any good. Okay. Yeah. Putting Bill Gates up on my Facebook page or my Twitter page or my Substack page or whatever page. Well, we do have to expose the evil. No, I know, but it's been exposed. Okay. It's not going to do. But any not good. everybody has seen it, so we have to continue it, to expose evil. I just feel I have to get. But we have to focus more on. You know, I, I gotta, things are lovely. <laughs> I got to keep my consciousness in alignment with the Lord, though. Yeah. I, I got to police that. Hallelujah. Because, I, you know, going around and judging people is really not what... I mean, I'm, I'm, by now I should be further along than that. And uh, next, <laughs> next month on 20 on 20, I'll be sure to... I think to, we all uh, feel that way. I'll be sure I to let everybody know. Like so yeah. we wait, won't wait. have this confusion. Okay, let's let... Charles, what do you say? Go ahead. I said, I think we all feel like that, that, yeah. that, you know, we've not done as much as we could, that uh, we've wasted time, that all yeah. of these things have interfered. And, and I think that's true. But you see, God is never disappointed in us because to be disappointed would mean you had higher expectations right, right, than what was right, delivered. But right. God knows that we are going to deliver. Right. He knows it ahead of time. And his love fills us all. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the whole purpose, is to remind people what it says in Corinthians. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's yes. spirit dwells within your midst? That's it. We are no longer uh, yes. just regular people, you know. I, I feel like I'm just a regular guy, you know, nothing spectacular about me, anything like that. But yet, the truth is, I am not just an ordinary guy, because God's Spirit has chosen to fill this vessel. I can't tell you why, and it doesn't make me better than anyone else. It simply makes me different, that's all. There's well, nothing I can do about it. But mentally, you are better. 
<laughs> as a result, because well, I guess if, I if accuracy is better than it, but, but if accuracy is better, which I think it, I like accuracy better than lies or falsehoods, yeah. then then you are better because you're accurate, and where the people that are in, in ensconced in lies are inferior because they are filled with lies. If they want to be filled, if they want to be superior then they would get on the truth like you and 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 they would become spirit filled and then they too would be you know not better than you but they would be aligned with you and god and be on the same page and but i think yeah. it i think the inferior position is the lie i think the inferior position is satan i think the inferior position is someone that worships the world and 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 money and and you know short term fixes and you know trying yeah. you know and lies their way through life and everything goes to hell in a handbasket which it, it's certainly doing now. So I expect a big harvest for God. You know if we can just get out of the way. I I, I consider this this you know upcoming starvation to be you know kind of a, a you know a benefit in a sense that people are going to be forced. To, to realize that the, the way that they had been pursuing fail, failed, that they can't provide for their, fam their families. They can't be providers. Yes. They, they can't be men the way they envisioned men to be. They can't um, give up. Uh, they can't being, and, and if they want to go the other way and become like women or become cuckolds under the thumb of their wives, the, she can't do anything. The wives can't, can't go out and make a living. Um, nobody is able to be a breadwinner. The kids can't go out and make any living. The only living there would be is in prostitution and degradation. And, you know, people of faith aren't going to do that because that's a, a quick way into death. And so, you know, it's going to force people to say, well, what is, what do, where do I go then? And it's like, well, it's been waiting there the whole time. God's been patiently waiting for you to turn to him. Yeah, and it's... Or it, amen. for those people that are gender hung up, it... It's God, so, you know, it, um, it, the creator. Just, you know, the, it's the, it's the age old system that we're praying against, that we, mm -hmm. that we want to put an end to. It's the age old satanic system of, you know, yeah, the dragon making the human beings a slave. Right when they decided to, the, when the, the Draco, uh, the reptiles, the fallen angels, and their progeny, the reptilians, decided to enslave humanity and to de degrade humanity and to kill humanity, ultimately to kill us all, because of um, you know their the 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 age old rejection of Lucifer, and that contest has been going on ever since. And they think by hurting us, they're hurting God. They don't understand that God is allowing that to a certain extent because they're going to be, you know, judged. They're going to be, if they continue in that way, they will be um, dealt with in vengeance. And then they will see Amen. in that vengeance even, they have another chance to repent, but they will see in that vengeance, which is coming very quickly. It's already come to Ukraine. Yeah. So they will see in that vengeance with all the deaths that they're going to be witnessing and all the failure they're going to see all around them, they're going to realize that this is not a Republican or Democrat issue. This is not a left versus right issue. This is a good versus evil issue, and I better get on the side of God because there's no comfort anywhere. And it's, stay it's all there. You know? <laughs> and stay there. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. God can make you live like if all you have is an apple to eat, God can help you live through that because God can fast you and you can be fasting. It's really neat how many apples we have this year. We have so many apples. Yeah, We've I think been able that, to give them away. Yeah. And I think that's feed to people. teach about abundance and and um, you know that we have more than we need on this planet. We have more than we need to feed everyone. We have more. Than everyone we need. knows that, don't we? They? Have, we have more than we need to live. But that the billionaire class and the trillionaire class and the blue bloods and the and the royalty of old and the, all the people beholden to Satan and all the people beholden to witchcraft and all the people beholden to the dark arts have decided they want it for themselves. But they also plan to kill each other, which is very interesting because it's like you've got all these factions of you know secret mm. societies and they're, and they're all at war with each other now. They're all at war with each other. So we may end up watching Crazy them. people. Well, you know, when Jesus' return may be something like we watch them kill each other and that clears the way for the Lord to, to, yes. to take control and, and to finally it's, meet out justice. Justice. Yeah, they are a circle firing squad. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no question about that. I, I like oh, yeah. that. Uh, Going after uh, that one their little own now. meme or, or comic that you posted of, a little while ago, we had them all, oh, the billionaire yes. clubs, all ready to kill each other in the circle. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah, all hate—they all hate Larry Fink. You know, they want to be. You know, Bill Gates wants to be Larry Fink. So you know, you can. Well, they're, sh- filled, yeah, you they're filled with hate. Zap. They're, 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 they're the exact opposite yeah. of all that God wants in our lives. They're the exact opposite. They're the antithesis, I suppose, uh, and. You know, there's nothing we can do to change them other than speak the truth of Christ. And perhaps one day he will get through to some of them, but it seems like most of them are so far gone that that's not possible. But yet, you know, with God, all things well, are possible. Yeah, there's always, there's always the, another chance. I don't expect. Yeah, there's always another you know? um, chance. I mean, I understand that. There's a line that gets crossed, though, when you abuse children. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Matthew 18, 6 is not, you know, pussyfooting around. That's a very stern warning. Very. And um, I would not cross that line of uh, pedophilia, you know, if and, and, and just child abuse and, and, you know, psychologically or whatever they're trying to do, um, you know, to get power from, from kids, which yes. is disgusting. But it's been it's an hard. It's a hard. They can no longer hear from God at all. They are separated beyond the wall, which they yeah. cannot penetrate again. And uh, that's that's what fills them with fear, and the fear leads to anger, and the anger leads to hatred. And that's the core problem here. And yeah. and there's nothing that they can do to restructure themselves except call upon God, and they will never do that because that wall is that they have erected themselves prevents them not only from calling on God, but even hearing and understanding the words and the truth yeah. of God. Well, uh, they're the, they're the it's, children it's, of Esau, right? The children of Esau. Yes. They're the children of Cain. It's, it's the land of the word of God that's spoken of in the Bible. Yeah, and, it, and it happens over and over and over again. Every time they try to create their one world empire or systems, and we can go back all the way back Tarababel. to Assyria, to Egypt, yeah. all, all these places up to Rome and even the modern of Great Britain and, and, and all these other 
places. It's the same story over and over and over again. They're trying to take over, and they collapse every time because they're separated from the truth. And the, the golden calf. Them alive. Nimrod. Yes. You know what? People Semiramis. Yep. Isis, Osiris. Semiramis. Pe- people forget that there's certain yeah. things that Easter. God hates. You know? They forget that. They yeah. Babylon. That God That's is a- love. Well, he also hates. There's certain things he hates. The horror of Babylon. And then people don't even, they gloss over a little bit that Esau was hated. They gloss over. All the pop stars want to do that dance of the horror of Babylon that they, they saw in uh, Fritz Lang's 1927 silent film called Metropolis. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a horror of Babylon dance in there. Right. Madonna tried to copy that exactly. I know. From Fritz Lang's thing. And, and people didn't even know what she was doing. I'm like, that's Fritz Lang. He was, that film was to warn us about the New World Order back then. Yeah. And in 1927. 1927. Yeah. Wow. And it's a brilliant film, and it it's is. it's great in every way. But what's Scary. really amazing is seeing the tuxedoed society guys, and they're watching the the dance of the horror of Babylon, and they're all really excited. They're practically orgasming right there, and yeah. they're just so in love with her. And that's just showing that's Revelation eighteen, right? Yeah. All these the merchants that did you know in the fall of Babylon, and all the merchants that fornicated with the horror of Babylon for their merchandise and they're trading and and so you say well where is mystery babylon it's the global financial system i mean it's it's the global trading system it's the stock market it's the uh it's 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 the uh federal reserve it's america i was i was inc america inc i was uh i was uh, really which is not america that is america america i was uh really kind of you know intrigued with how uh, uh, recently Alex Alex Jones was talking on he was on some interview and he was amazed at how seriously when he snuck into Bohemian Grove to expose what was going on there how seriously the the men took it how oh, very how much they yeah. they really back, back they were when, into it so when that was when Bohemian much. Grove was formed it was formed by occultists and spiritualists. And do you know the first thing they did is when they had the Bohemian Club, which was basically for writers, you know, poets, and painters, to show their work to wealthy people. Mm-hmm. To, to, because at that time, the paintings weren't selling. The, there was a poverty among the artists. Yeah. So they formed the Bohemian Club in order to get that up. And what they did is they had 90% wealthy people as members and 10% artists. Yeah. And then they, at the same moment, they formed in the Sonoma Woods, the Bohemian Grove, because the leaders, like, like you know, an ancestor of mine, William Keith, he was a, you know, they called him the prophet of the Sierras or something, some weird thing. He was a spiritualist, yeah. conducting seances and stuff. And the first thing that happens is they form this grove thing, for wealthy people to come to. Basically to worship and, Satan. And they keep the membership at 2,700. 2,700 members. Period. Mm-hmm. Throughout time. So when you go through the roster, go look it up on Wikipedia, and you can go through... I think I think uh, William Keith was a, a famous Scottish painter that uh, was one of the founders anyway. He was one of the um, the leaders of that, of that movement when it was founded in San Francisco. 
And this may have been, I, I guess it was, came into prominence after the San Francisco fire because he lost like 2,000 paintings in the San Francisco fire. Yeah, he was very prolific. He lost a lot of work. But the point is, is they form this this thing. And then, of course, it the owl, you know, you know, Molech, right, is, is who they sacrifice children to. Yeah. So it's always been the cremation of care is about child sacrifice. Yeah. It's a child that's being, it's a little child yeah. that's on the stage being sacrificed. Yeah. And so you go, well, where is satanic ritual abuse? I go, well, you know what Bohemian Grove is? That is it abuse? Is it abuse when you take a child in a sac in a, a satanic ritual and kill the child? Is that satanic ritual abuse enough for you? Or or no? Or has it been debunked? Oh, well, it's so it's so interesting uh, reading some of the. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's of- an it's an effigy of a child. It's not a real child, but I mean, it's an it it's a it's an yeah, effigy. But what about the? Uh- the, but it, the children that are actually brought there, yeah, yeah. But it's know, an emphasis. It, it's a model. It's a paradigmatic model of what they do in their clubs and you know secretly behind closed doors. It's basically showing externally and legally. They really what take it's all it about. seriously. Well, they put it out into the public. It's not really barred from the public. They understand that it's also about debauchery. It's about it's about same sex sex. It's about cross dressing. It's about all that stuff. And, you know, people say, well, they go out in the woods and they're naughty for two weeks. Well, no, it's not naughty. It's structured. It's very structured. It's all meant for blackmail. It's meant for the the elites to get together and plan the destruction of humans on the world. It's worship of Satan. It's it's the occult. And it's this love of, of nature. But you have to realize, you know, a guy like Bill Gates, who's part of the club, is mowing down 70 million acres of trees. So they can't love the trees that much. God, it's and and so do you know that back through antiquity, back through antiquity, they have always gotten together to worship in groves, in tree groves with big trees around. And that's been yes. the case for satanic ritual all the way back to the very beginning, something about the trees and the groves. And the Lord says in the Bible, you know, you think you're hidden in your groves? I see you. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. And he sees them at Bohemian. You know, the Bush family's there. The Reagans were there. And the, you know, they don't, you know, the, 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 the uh, uh, some musicians were there. Well, the Grateful Dead was there, of course. Of were, course. Mem- were members uh, of the, you know, there I, after all, they call themselves the Grateful Dead. They must be right in line mm-hmm. with, with uh, you know, satanic thinking. And then it goes on and on and on. And, and, and it's very simple, very easy to see. The whole world can see it. And yet the world says, I can't look at that because I need a paycheck. They equate, yeah. they equate money you know, with, with looking the other way. The whole, meta- the whole metaphor of the tree, it, it, it goes beyond just stuff. You know, in ancient traditions, and they even... Or just even dug some of these up once or twice. He take a whole tree, cut it off, turn it upside down, and bury it in the earth yes. so that they can have those who would pass on through the tree. The tree has always been, you know, fundamental to Maryland. Yeah. They they they've co opted this yeah. this whole idea of the tree in the forest and yeah. their idea of tearing now. 
it's is in order to trash all that's the purpose of the thing it's been that way for thousands of years and it's not yeah. going to change until god comes back well the whole thing is is that you know they they pose themselves as you know like the sierra club or whatever you know the saviors of the earth and then they're then they're yes. busy behind the scenes destroying all of it then blaming people that don't even know what they're talking about for like climate yeah. change and Same. And, 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 you know, and, you know, there's a movie back in 2003 or four that I, I just saw the title of it go by and it was about the world being destroyed by climate change <laughs> and, and 2003 or four. So it's predictive programming, anyone? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the whole thing is it's like they, they're, they're doing it for their God and then they want it. They don't want a utopia. They don't want a new Atlantis. They just want to kill everyone and, and all carbon. And everything. They it, want to kill everyone so, and everything. It's so bizarre to me. They want to turn this so into So many Mar- people have bought this. this they want to turn it into Mars. Well, the, the thing is, the people are marching for the people that are destroying the Earth. They're know. marching for the exact opposite people that they want to serve because they're too dumb to see with their own eyes, which is right in front of them, uh, who the people they serve are. They serve the billionaires, the trillionaires, the uh, status quo that wants to get rid of all carbon because carbon is evil. Well, that means they just want a barren earth. They want no life. Right. So they can't figure that much out because they never got educated. So the dumb young people wandering around, you know, now no longer pussy hats. It's just like, you know, pentagrams and, and, uh, uh, you know, hammer and sickle and pro abortion and this and that and pro all these things when everything is leading to this nuclear war. Now, a nuclear holocaust would cleanse the earth of all this shit. Definitely. But also, you'd lose all the good people too. It'd take a long time to recover. When I say good people, I just mean people God can use. They're not any better. We're no better than they are. We're all the same. We're all the same in the same boat. So, you know, it's basically when I say good people, what I mean by that are people that have turned to God for help and have admitted that they don't have all the answers and dropped the arrogance and dropped the ego trips and dropped the, uh, the drive, the greed and drive for, for money and whatever else. They've dropped all that and are trying to do the Lord's will the best they can. And I'm calling them the good people, and, but they would die too, is my point. And that's fine. Yes. There's no problem with death. Because when we die, it, it, it doesn't end. No, no, it doesn't end. It's okay to die. There's no, there's no sin in dying. Die you know? a good no. death. There's, well, I'm, I'm going to die a good death because had I died even in June... Uh, that would have been a good death even then, even though I would hate to leave you alone, but that would have been well, a good death. you seem to become full of resolve after I reported what... I went downstairs to get some coffee in the elevator, <laughs> and there was a woman... Uh, her even, husband uh, was laid out on the gurney, dead. Dead. Covered with a beautiful blanket. And she's taking him home. And the... the um, the the guy... Great job, hospital. The guy... What do they call him? The transport guys? The transporters. The transporter had he was wheeling the gurney. Know, the the gurney. Yeah, they have special T-shirts on. And yeah. she was just, she was just really stoic, you know. And we wrote, we went down a couple floors, and then she got out, and I said, "Um, you know, I'm sorry for your you, loss." You you were in there with a the cadaver. I was in there with a the cadaver, and then I came yeah. back and told you, and you were like, 
Oh. That's it. I, <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of this place. Yeah. Alive. I am not going to go out like that. Yeah. With you having to push the gurney. No. No way, Jose. That ain't happening, man. Yeah, that, the woman was so stoic. She was really, you know, you could feel her sorrow. And you could feel her, her strength. And also just also. the fact that, you know, probably the guy ran up a bill of like two or 300 grand in there. And then, and they failed to save his life. A lot of people, they just kill early and they just harvest the organs because if you fill out the organ, they handed me that organ donor thing uh, on my chart because I have access to my own chart. Yeah. And they want me to check that box for organ donor. And I said, that's just basically no, uh, thank a you. license for them to murder you. Same with the driver's license. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, it's evil. It's the uh. hospital. Hospitals. Probably don't look any, you know, don't look for, you know, deep, dark Satanism and magic and witchcraft and sorcery and all kinds of anti-God, anti-Christ things. Just go to your local hospital. If you, it's, it's all there. The co- covens of witches, uh, sorcerers, evil, you know, killing people prematurely, telling the family, oh, well, you know, and then cremating them so there's no evidence. Pray against they, the witchcraft, everyone. Yeah. They basically, you know, get, get someone everywhere. that's going to die in a car accident. They just can't wait to get those organs out of there. You know what I mean? And they've been doing that for a long time. So anyway, so we're going to wrap it up here. I, um, I'm glad that yeah. you all out there are here participating with us. Govind and Patrick and uh, Violet and John couldn't make it today. Uh, but, uh, well, Patrick made it for, you know, a good part of the time. He had a meeting to go to. Uh, because he works early. You know, this whole thing of three in the morning is his idea, not mine. But I, I do it for the Lord. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, we have we have the floor at 3 a.m., don't we? We have the floor, right? Yes. So, you know, it, it gets through. I, I feel like, um, you know, I mean, I hate to put it this way, but I feel like I have, you know, like we have the victory already. Hallelujah. And that's just what I'm going to go on Amen. today. And even though I, I amen, I, I really feel that way. I feel that we, we live in the victory, Chef. We live in the victory. It's our very essence, the very thing yeah. that keeps us going from one day to the yeah. next. It's why you didn't die, because we live in the victory. That's yeah. our. And they couldn't we believe thank you, Lord. And they couldn't believe I didn't die either. We they were they're just like Lord. watching me like like buzzards around my bed. <laughs> and then the the day we thought he was going to be released, and they tried to hold me. And then they said they they wanted to do one more what? like liver test. The, the, the woman, yeah, she was convinced she I was, was not the doctor. She was like, he's got to have liver damage, and his liver was absolutely. He, he perfect. Ju- she just just insisted I have but liver, I, liver damage. I uh, I went ahead and spent the night with Steph that last night. I, I stayed there in the ho- in the hospital. Yeah, room. it's hard. not really a hotel, is it? it not a hotel, but. You know, it was okay. It was, uh, but it really gave me a sense of what Zeph had been dealing with the whole time, like the, like the week prior to that, where at night it's just so creepy in there. The, you know, when they take blood, like three a.m. Yeah, they they'd, be, the, they'd the, be coming and going throughout the yeah, night, and, yeah. and all this, you know, just yeah. ew, it was. Well, I'm writing it up in a in a story, and I think that a lot of people who've been through that similar experience. Could you know? I'm sure. That, I like I like how Larry you, put it relate. in that interview with Luna and Cat. He said, "What uh, what Jaws did for the beach, Zeph's going to do 
for the hospital. <laughs> oh, the hospital is Jaws. Yeah. It's one big Jaws. As far as this, you know, this, the fear. The like, hospital is the shark. The warning. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the shark. It's like parts of the shark can cure you. Like uh, I hear that some of the parts of the shark are medicinal. But in general, a living shark is going to try to eat you. You know, so... You know, that's what you're dealing with in there. You're dealing with, oh, have you had, have you, uh, when did you have your vaccine? Oh, I haven't had it. <gasps> oh, well, we have to really put the, the notice that your room is contaminated. So people have to wear protective clothing. Yeah. And, and you know, they, they'll go, you know. and uh, I never did. Well, can we schedule your jab? No, I don't think I'm going to take it. <gasps> oh, my God. This is a total heathen. We've got to get rid of this guy, you know. And and that's the, the it, it, they're just so horrified if you haven't had the jab because that's what they're all about there. And, and they will make it eventually if they this COVID thing gets going again, which is what they're trying to roll out and they're having some trouble doing it. That's what you're picking up on, Charles, the, uh, the fact that they're failing at their own plan yes. um, um, because people are aware of what they're doing and they're saying, hell no. You know, we don't want totalitarian little dictators running around like our governor here in New Mexico and mayors of the towns and things like that behaving like dictators beholden to the New World Order. Enough of that. There's a lot of police, too, that are going to defect. There's a lot of sheriffs are mainly all going to defect, pretty much. And, um, you know, from it. And then military, we're just hoping that at least half or more of the military just walks out. Break rank and walk out, right? Just forget about it. And take the weapons with you, though, <laughs> because <laughs> right. Take yeah. the F. Well, the F thirty-five. You take that F thirty-five and uh, you know hide it somewhere. And you know Biden made this joke. Well, you can't get me unless you got nukes and F sixteens. Well, how about a few F thirty-fives, Biden? Up your bum. How'd you like that, you criminal? <laughs> Here he is, like the Whitey Bulger criminal. You know the guy that you know. The FBI and him, they're all involved in, you know, the mafia and all this stuff. And here they are, you know, as president and, and as, as the top law enforcement agency. And, and here they are having been completely tied in with mob, uh, mob, CIA, overturning governments, bankrupting people like Soros, all this stuff, all the evil that you can think of. And people walk around like, I'm going to vote for Biden. <laughs> How can... No, how can you? I'm, I'm, I can't wait to vote for Biden, says Stephen King. I proudly cast my vote for Biden. I'm like, okay, so there is no reality. Why should anyone buy your book then? You should buy my books and everything I do, literally, because you're going to get something. You're going to get some eye-opening experience. You're going to get something alive. But from him, King, you're going to get dead. Nothing in his writing is alive anymore. And I've watched him uh, do his tweets, and he's gone from being fairly witty about three years ago, four years ago, to having no wit whatsoever. To he being, must have taken the jab. Yeah, he's dull now. And uh, okay, so I'm, I'm, I don't consider him. A the lot enemy. of people have have noted that. No, I feel sorry for when him. When the people take the jab, they change. I feel sorry for him. He's lost it, you know, and and it's it's. Uh, but the, I did hear from a, a friend uh, in the chat the other day. He said that. A lot of the people that took the jab before, this time around, they're not going to take it. Not all, but a lot. I think Trump, I think God used Trump derangement syndrome to, to uh, basically neutralize all of them. 
you know, because Trump derangement syndrome to me is... Ship of fools. Yeah, it's abnormal. It's not, yeah. it's, it's Ship abnormal. Ship of fools, that's what they are, Jeff. It's, yep. That's right. It's a mental illness, Trump derangement I syndrome. I think you wrote a song yes. about that. <laughs> TDS. I was it, listening to one of your... TDS. Uh, Judas sold out for a few coins. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing about, about <laughs> Trump. A good one. I never, you know, liked Trump completely because of some of the, you know, affiliations and Scott of Freemasonry and they had affiliations with High Society in New York and even Epstein and all that. Doesn't mean he went to the island, but I mean, he had those associations. And, you know, so I didn't quite trust him. And then there was warp speed and all that. But at the same time, you know, he that is was really done by the Department of Defense. Warp speed. No, I understand that the military is behind all of it. I understand yeah. that. And that, that's what Kennedy was warning about. But I also understand that he's about the only person that could actually, you know, overturn this this quick march into into starvation. But I, then again, I heard him speaking the other day, and uh, the interviewer asked him, "You know, aren't you worried that you might go to jail?" You know, no, he, he was like, "No." That's true greatness, right there. It was. He was like, "No, I, I what I want to do See, is like." Make I America admire that. I, I admire that. Yeah, I, great again. It should it should the slogan should be. Make America great for the first time. Yeah, there's always been a greatness, and there's also <laughs> well, well, we always were, been a flaw. The Battle of New Orleans was greatness. Of course, that involved other people too, other countries. You know, it, it's a uh, uh, you know, there's been for every good thing that's happened, there's been bad. You know, it's been good and bad, good and bad, good and bad, good and bad. And so it, but it, you know, the right trade policies, the right board, having a country that's honorable and honored. You know, it's got to start with the military. That if if he has a military, a he or whoever is president, they have a military that is completely woke, which this one is. Um, what are you going to do if they start rioting, and the military backs the rioters? And let's say you get elected president, and then everyone starts burning down the cities. What are you going to do then, Mr. President, if you say it's Trump, and they start burning down all the cities and killing well, people? we the people will have to step in. And uh, quell the riot. Civil war. That's what it, it's on a lot of people's minds. That'll take that'll take a while to resolve. It it seems that way. Seems that way. If if Trump is elected, it will explode, as you said. Oh yeah. Uh, they will riot. Trump will bring the hammer down. I, I think that he, with what he's been through, attacks. Mm. This isn't that I trust Trump. Because I don't trust him completely. No. But I do believe that's what he will do. And that will initiate probably the support. Uh, that's really what these people want. You know, they I want love us it. to destroy each yeah. other. Uh, yeah. They want, see, the funny thing about them is they want a civil war when they, you know, are not, you know, are outgunned because they think they have the military to back them. And what if they don't? What if the military divides, you know? So in, in a civil war, in the last civil war we had, the military was divided between the North and the South. Couldn't there be a military divided between God and the devil? You know what I mean? You could have that division. And um, so it's... I, I, yes. I, it's, it's, mm. Or they could cancel the election and go for a climate lockdown because everybody's aware of everything. And so there's no... They might as well just go full-on peak Orwell peak totalitarianism and just force everyone down, which the climate activists would be cheering. It's like 
but you're cheering. Oh, you might as well stupid. just put a gun to your head and pull the trigger because you're done. You're finished. You have no life and you have no future. Thank you very much. All your marching really did a lot of good. It really did. Yeah, gluing yourself to the to the uh, yeah, pavement that, oh, is, that. is just not, I, not I exactly not, the right thing I to try do. not to even look at stuff like that because it's so silly it, and it, so ridiculous and makes them look so idiotic that but it's beyond. People are starting to say enough is enough and, and just grabbing these people and throwing them away. Well, what is it when, you know, a guy is sitting there, you know, and saying, well, I am a uh, drag queen. They're sitting there in panties with their balls hanging out on each side of the panty, and they're talking to children. What is that? It's called indoctrination of children to get them used to seeing that. Perversion. To get them used to, to cocks and balls and, 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 you know, and vaginas and, and assholes and everything ah. else. It's to indoctrinate them into the flesh. Lord, so. strengthen all the people that are fighting against <laughs> mind control. Please, Lord, strengthen it all. And the parents put him into it. I mean, just like when we were kids, the same exact thing happened. It wasn't called uh, Drag Queen Story Hour. They had another way of doing it. But it was the same thing of indoctrinating kids with the adults and getting them to have sex with the adults and so that they were prepared then to go to their private schools and then prepared to go from the private school to the East Coast schools and then being groomed to lead. And be a senator or something. And, and, and basically, you have to go through like... You know, I mean, and are there straight people? No, I mean, they're all. They're, if 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 you've had uh, sodomy sex, then I guess you would, if you consider that to be gay or whatever. A lot of these people have to go through that in order to lead anyway. So they've all been indoctrinated that way. They've all had. I pray that your uh, the the documentary we made <laughs> of Such the, the dark side of society will wake a lot of people up and strengthen. If someone wants the to have sex. At, with a porcupine, I could care less. Let him have it. You know, let him do it. But when it says you have to in order to join this club, then you see that's something else. That's something else. And when that happens and they take pictures and they say, okay, if you step out of line, we're going to put this in the newspaper or whatever. Okay, that's something else all entirely. That's Proverbs 1. Mm-hmm. That's basically the big warning of Solomon, the big giant numero uno warning. Don't join them, son, mm-hmm. because they're going to lay wait for their own blood. They're going to kill each other. Yeah. And now that prophecy in Proverbs 1 is coming to pass. It's coming to pass again. I don't know for the umpteen millionth time, but it's coming to pass once again. They're going to kill each other. You know, they're going to kill each other. Gates is going to go up against Schwab, and you're going to have like Harari going up against some Israeli thing, and you're going to have you up against Netanyahu or something. You're going to have all these people basically killing each other. Oh, through assassins and John Wicks that are out there and whatnot. But I mean, you know, cloak and dagger to be sure. You're going to never publish it in the paper, but you'll start seeing, you know, missing people died suddenly. You know, we don't know what happened. The plane went down car accident, you know, Princess Diana stuff. And <laughs> they just never learn. They never learn that they can never, once you admit the lie and you and you sow to the lie, you can never ever get straight again in your own mind. The only way you can get straight is to drop it all, to lose your life and to pick up with the Lord and to gain that spiritual life and leave everything behind. 
just walk out. Wouldn't, doesn't that sound Amen. good? Doesn't that sound good, Charles? Just Amen. walking out, walking out into a beautiful rain shower yes. with lightning and thunder, and, and mm. God sitting there saying, "Come home, son," and you going, "Yeah, I'm I'm done with this," and then preparing a nice feast for you and saying, "You know, welcome home, prodigal." You wised up. Thank God. You got to, uh, God. you understood it wasn't about you in the first place. It's not a, you can't win the game. There, the game is not meant to win. It's meant to be a test, right? It's meant to be a test. Amen. It's the same test as Job got. It's Job all over and over again. That's why Job's in the Bible because, you know, why is this old book in the Bible? Because it shows how God works. Here he is talking to the devil. The two of them are like, okay, so they're making a bet. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll bet you if you really torture, if I get to torture Job, he's going to renounce you. And the Lord says, no, try my servant, Job. Go ahead, just try it. He goes, okay, I will. And then he does. And then Job stays true. Hallelujah. And, and, that's, and the same thing, we stay true despite persecution. When they persecute us and we stay true, they feel terrible. I mean, if anything's going to get them to, to, to revive their consciences, it's this guilt, like when you give them something, they torture you, and then you give them a gift, and then you're concerned for them, and you pray for them. Say, brother, look, I want to pray with you because I see you're caught up in something that you don't understand. I just want to pray that you get free, and you know, I love you, brother, and all that. And, then, and they hear that from you, and they go, I'm just torturing you. I just killed you. I just ruined your life. I, and I, you and you care for me? I agree. Yes, I care for you. Powerful. I care for you even though you... But I destroyed you. That was... Um, I, I recently uh, and I love watched you. A, a, a Satanist, a former Satanist, who had been in like a high priest in a... In a they call him... In the men's uh, thing, they call him... Uh, gosh, what do they call him? Not a grove, uh, not a... Uh, grotto. They call them a grotto. The, oh, the grottos. Yes, the grottos. The circle is called a grotto. Yeah. And he was like, he, he had, first he had tried to, um, he wanted to disprove witchcraft. He was going to write a big paper about it. And then he can't do got that. sucked into it and he yeah, it found out that it works. And yes. he was like, then he became like a real high-end Satanist. But... Mm. Uh, he did have a friend who was a Christian, and after like nine years of being a Satanist, he um, his his life was really screwed up. I mean, everything was going wrong, and um, he had a friend who he had worked with previously who who uh, was a Christian, and the guy convinced him to come to church and meet these 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 men of God that that uh, and the first thing what what really undid the guy because he was already with scripture i mean like a lot of satanists they know scripture better than than we do and and um so he was all prepared to come in and just you know knock him down but what undid him was this one guy the first guy tried to hug him and he wouldn't he wouldn't hug the guy and then the second guy he just said wow god loves you so much and that undid him completely. And he just, he ended up being completely transformed and he got the Holy Spirit and he was like, right then and there. And he was married to a witch. 
who was also a high, high priestess. And so after he got born again, he, he came back home, and the first thing his wife said to him was, oh, you know, oh, gosh, you're with Jesus now. <laughs> he, she knew immediately. Jesus. She yeah, knew. Yeah. That was that, you know. Jesus is the... And the, now he's, the, uh, he's, the, uh, he preaches, and he's, no. he's very effective. Jesus is the only thing that is, um, you know, it's not just the power and the, and the fulcrum of power and the cornerstone. But in opposing the, the, the witches, and the witches say, but I just killed you. How, how does Jesus win here? Um, it's, it's, it's not about whether you live or die or whether you think you've won or not. Because it, the witches are always thinking in terms of, I won this one. It was like, you know, it was yeah. like uh, uh, when Paul was killing the Christians. David was like, have at it. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the fact, the, what they don't understand is as they kill you, they're actually liberating you. Yeah. And they're actually giving you a blessing. And and um, that you can't give yourself, and uh, then they don't understand that you actually advance. Then what happens to them is the devil comes along and says, "Don't you see what you've done? You have you have caused, uh, you, you know, you have caused the the spread of Jesus, and you've caused through your persecuting the Christians, mm-hmm. you've caused it to go even more." And that I told you, the one guy we need to worry about is Jesus. None of the others, none of the rest, but Jesus, that's the one that can stop us. And you've made it so that Jesus is spread all the more. So we're going to now punish you. And sometimes when that happens, the witches wake up and go, well, God must be the power. See, that's what happened to this guy. God is the power. He, um, Not, he became so, uh, you know, infused with the Holy Spirit. And, and he just was like, all of a sudden, he was just like released from all... And one of the important points that he had was the devil is a liar. And the devil says, once you accept the devil, you cannot reject him. One of, one of the, That's not true. It's just not true at all. These people that are doing all this evil right now, they could all come to Christ. But they feel they've, they've sealed their fate. They feel that they are because, because they, they're listening been, to the liar. Right, they've been deceived. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that, that was very heartening uh, to me to see this this guy really that not, was really it's really not something that I worry about, Trish, because uh, God's in control. So he's, he, is. He's, he he knew that they would totally would, before they were born. He knew they would fall. Yeah. So. So that's why I. You it's know, all playing out. You know what this is? You remember when the Lord got me to change my name? He it didn't. It, I I was looking for a pseudonym for writing the book Lamb. Okay, the book Lamb is still out there, folks, if you want to read an actual good book. Here's the thing. Uh, it was all about the initials Z-E-D. Yeah. It never had to do with whether it was Zeph or, you know, Zachariah or, you know, uh, Zeke or Zoe or Z-Z. I remember that week. It was all about um, as long as it had the initials Z-E-D. I had to change the name, and then I would just flip through the Bible, and I was already, I was reading the book of Daniel, I was reading the book of Zephaniah, I was reading like about Elijah and also Ezekiel, so it just kind of like became Zephi Daniel. Mm-hmm. But Zephi Daniel is really a symbol for Z E D, and what's Z E D mean? It means it means the end. Yeah. God wanted me to be the initials for me would be the end. It meant I would be a witness to the end of this. Amen. I would be, a, a, and it, it's, it even goes deeper than that, but I don't want to get too much into it because I don't, I don't want to you know, boast about it. I don't have any special powers or anything, but he named me Z-E-D, the end. 
It's not Zed. I'm not Zed. Amen. I'm not Zed. I'm Z E D. I'm I'm not Zed. I'm I'm Zephy Daniel. I'm not Zed. I'm not like there's a guy named Zed and you know Zed's dead and Zed the DJ and all that. I'm not any of that or Z. It's not. It's Z E D. Yeah, that came up in the interview. That's a really fun interview. If if anyone wants to uh, check it out, it's uh, what do they call it again? Their their channel or well, you know, throughout my life, you know, when I went to private school, I saw the the the, delight and fright. I see. I saw the regime that was there. It was like a military school, Episcopalian school, and I saw the whole downfall of the whole thing. I was there at the end. Yeah, and everything I've been participating my whole life, I always get there. As like when I got to the Hollywood Scriptwriting Institute, I got there at the end when it collapsed, the last year when it when they had live teacher and all that, and then went to like a mail order thing and collapsed. I was there, um, you know, uh, at the you know the collapse of the uh, Soviet Union. You know, I was there at the collapse of uh, you know, like I said, the old school when it became uh, when it became this progressive. Um, luciferian you know preparation for i don't even know what but like a lot of hollywood actors go there a lot of you know like a lot of famous producers a lot of Mm -hmm. famous people have gone to this school and um basically the school is is got nothing to do with education at all all has to do with socializing but anyway bottom line is the lord showed me he said you know and then and lamb the story lamb that i wrote as z-e-d is the story of the end of the United States, the end of California. And it's about God choosing a remnant out of this destruction that happens and guiding this remnant. And everybody has to leave everything behind. You had like a couple of mental patients. The main schizophrenic mental patient became the, he was the prophet that would repeat, they'd listen to it, he'd lead them on. And then you had like a salesman with a bad marriage and he dropped everything. You had some other homeless people that were angels in disguise being homeless. You had, you know, all kind like a ragtag group. We ran into a few, that, few homeless that yeah, were angels. Yeah, I've, I've met them. But anyway, so this group was led out of Los Angeles. Then you see the whole basin like filling up with water and they left. You had like, Planes flying into yachts with all the all the uh, political dignitaries on board, the, you know, a six hundred foot yacht, and then just a plane just flying into it and blowing them all to kingdom come. You know, just to just oh, another one thing that happened in the book. This is the end. It's all about the end. Lamb is all. A, lamb is the end, and what it's, it it shows that the pyramids were removed. Yeah, off the planet. I'm gonna have to and read that. All book all the the Satanists that loved the pyramid, they all committed suicide. It'd be cool if we could as make soon a movie as, of it. As soon as the pyramids were removed from the earth, they saw that as a sign. They all killed themselves, every one of them. Wow. That's in the book. Yeah. You remove the pyramids, they will commit suicide. They need the pyramids. They can't live without them. And that all seems Remember that I? guy that I had uh, on the air that, that wrote that book? That the pyramids were a temp were some sort of altar of God. Oh gosh! And it, like he was so backwards. And I, I just said you are so completely wrong about that. Yeah. And and you just it's it, 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 it. I forget he, his name, but yeah, he I had a scripture in Isaiah that that pointed out that that's a you know in the desert would be this temple of God thing, and you know and it is it was Patrick something or other. I forget his. And and he um, was weird though. And, I and then he passed away, but. I think, you know, maybe he passed away because he just had bad information and it was just like, you know, corrupting people. But, um, you know, the pyramid is, uh, 
Well, let's just put it this way. In the, the, the battle between good and evil, light and dark, you know, people can use the darkness and the power thereof to heal people, to do things in the light. People can use the light, too, to do dark things. You have free will. So there is that confusion that can happen, you know. I keep thinking about uh, Russell Brand hugging Harari. <laughs> well, maybe they, they like each other. And I was thinking maybe... <laughs> they'd make a nice couple. You brought this up. You said Russell may be showing him Christian love. When at first we were like, oh, we can't trust Russell. Now it's like, well, maybe he was just... Well, I don't think uh, Russell Brand has the same values as Harari, but I don't no, know. No, I don't think so. I've always liked him. I, I you know, found him to be light and effervescent and kind of, you know, just really very smart. And you know, I admire people that have intelligence. I'm, maybe that's a bias of mine. I like intelligence. Yeah. And he's very intelligent. Yeah, And very well spoken. And now they're and really coming after him. <laughs> he's a real ladies' man, though. All the girls are after him. I'm not surprised. Well, he's really tall and handsome. And no, he's, he's, had a, he's had him lined up around the block. I mean, yeah. he's had him, like, just screaming to just get any. So he had them they at They come his... after all the people that uh, go against the, the big pharma. But, but Russell Brand had the, the girls at his beck and call. So look, it makes sense that some of them could be recruited into saying bad things about him to get him off the world stage. If they get uh, you know paid enough. He said some damn good things lately. So is Joe Rogan. Yeah. And so these guys are coming to the light. Amen. Yeah, they're coming in. They're coming. They're not quite there yet but they're getting there they're a lot further along yeah okay well we're gonna take off thank you everybody thank you so much for joining us guys we got a little rough start and uh next month i will definitely be more uh alerting everybody in advance of the 20th making sure we're all here all right god bless you all well wait before we go okay okay charles bye-bye Goodbye. Um, what I'm looking for here is uh, that one song, Here We Are. Here we yeah, are. Yeah, I want to play that. but Floating I'm... in space. Yeah, here we are. Here we... And here we are. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. And God bless you. And God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you all.